The following program is hosted by immature, irreverent, obnoxious, and often disgusting young men. Listener discretion is advised. This time on Nude Clan, I'm a stand-up kind of guy. Welcome to another Woo! episode of Nude Clan. This is your host, Cameron. Caleb Schweiss. Joe. And Caleb Craig. Yeah. What How is gonna... everyone doing today? Uh, fine. Eh, fucking <laughs> exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> this is the podcast where we talk about fillings. So, Joe, explain. <laughs> about fillings? <laughs> yeah, fillings. What kind of fillings, yeah. Cam Cam? What kind of fillings are we talking about? You know cherry, what kind. Cherry pie filling? No, the kind of filling that I'm going to do to your ass later. Oh, Ooh. God. Okay, who's the gay one Watch now? it seep out. <laughs> Let's say, who, who comes up with these, like, the most in-depth thoughts of just... The most in depth thoughts? No, 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 no. <laughs> well, no. clearly. Yeah, shut up. Shut up for a fucking second. <laughs> <laughs> Who comes up with all these most in depth th- thoughts of just this filth that just like you just like crack it open a little bit and just seeps out and just keeps going deeper and deeper? And that's Caleb's oh, that mind. That is disgusting, Cameron. That is Jesus Caleb's Christ. mind right there. Well, I don't know if that's gay or just disgusting. He just he goes all the way down the rabbit See, to hole. us it's disgusting and it's not gay, but to other people it's like that's really gay, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's really gay. True. What? True. What are we doing today, Cameron? Anyways, today was our episode, is my episode, but I'm turning into a review episode with me and Caleb. We're gonna be reviewing Battlefield One. Ooh. Because we are the only ones who've played it. Well, Craig's played it, he just hasn't beat beaten it. it. Yeah, I haven't beat it. Which is a surprise to me, because it's a game and he needs to beat games, so still beat more games than you. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, but not more than Jake or Skull Hottie. You spent eighty bucks on this game, though. You should probably beat it. Yeah, it's you true. Okay, okay. I probably uh, should put some more. He hours pays for the early access. He pays for early access. I pay for the early access so Caleb and I could stream it. Yeah, to nobody basically. Yeah, <laughs> thank no. you for those who showed up yeah, to the stream. The, the four people that watched. Yeah, it was fun, but. <laughs> I was like, man. That's what happens when your listener base is all RPG. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Unfortunately. Yep. All right. All Cameron, right. Cameron <laughs> looks like a deer in a headlights already. <laughs> it's like, Cameron, all we talk about is whatever we've been playing. Yeah, yeah so what I know. So I was, is, do we start with that? Because yes, we usually, uh, need, to, we usually need a half hour at first for you to talk about your feelings. And um, so I was letting that, you know, quiet time. For I don't you know if you safe. didn't notice because of last week's episode, <laughs> I didn't talk that much in comparison. Uh, this week's episode might be similar. I'm just really exhausted. A lot of filming. And All right. So how many games have you beat today? Fuck, fuck you. All right. You won't let me talk, man. I'm not going to fucking talk. Okay, Joe. Uh, it's a safe place for you. I just wanted to be. I was filming. We have one more day of filming and then I'll have recovery time. That's what will happen. <laughs> okay. So I'm, uh, I'm just tired, man. I, I, I like yesterday. I was just like, I'm just going to sit on the couch 
and just watch television. Well, there's a pot of coffee back there if you need some. Uh... Oh, I'll have that too. I already had two cups of coffee today, and I still want to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> got to drink so, till you don't want it anymore. That's right, man. I mean, I think I had like five hours of sleep last night because we had to get up. Call time was at 7 a.m. And I had to pick up some of our Austrian um, crew members from their apartment. So did they? are they just here at school and they're Austrian, or did you have special people fly over? <laughs> they were there. <laughs> they're at school. Like how much of Austrian. the budget's going to the Austrians here? Is that one, the one guy who's, okay, was one of the Austrians there when Caleb and I filmed? Yeah, all three of the Austrians were there. Okay, because only one of them really talked, and I could, I could hear his accent. Was it the kind of the darker skin guy or the lighter skin guy? Oh, the guy with all the rings? No. Or, or the painted yeah. fingernails? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd yeah, say that. His name was Julian. Julian. Like, yep. And then Keen was also there. And then um, what's her face? Oh, shoot. I forgot her name. Oh, yeah. With the hoodie. Green hoodie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She here. She there. Yeah. She I was remember. there. Yeah. I remember her. Yeah. I thought, he, I think Caleb said she was Australian like a second. So. Austrian. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember saying anything about yeah. her. They're from Austria. Yeah. Nice. Well, that's not so how we say yeah a lot on set. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah. 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 Anyway, they're actually really awesome crew members. They work a lot better than some of our American crew members. Yeah, because they're used to actually having to work for stuff and not just have it handed them by their parents. Uh, well, <laughs> I don't know if that's anything to do with it, but um, they're just, I don't know. They just have those three individuals have better work ethics than, let's say, my <clears throat> my first AC, which uh, I, don't, I don't know. Camera, camera lens changes seem to take a long time on set lately. Yeah. So, yeah. Not too not too happy about that man's performance, but uh <laughs> too late to switch him out now. He didn't work today. Somehow we got done an hour early. <laughs> yeah. Curious. <laughs> <laughs> Curious as to how that how that is. So, but, what's uh what's everybody been playing lately? Well, I've just been grinding Metroid Prime. That's basically what I've been playing this week. Just Metroid Prime? Just Pri- Yeah, just Prime? Metroid Prime, huh? Prime. Prime, yeah. I think everyone's a little on the slow end today. Yeah, but well, anyways, you know, that, I know that's usual for you, but you know, no. occasionally we got to come down to your level. <laughs> uh, Metroid Prime. Uh, if you look at my last login time for PlayStation, it's been quite a few days ago. So yeah, yeah, been uh, trying, trying to get that up. game beat so uh, Caleb could play it right after me. <laughs> yeah, the same copy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Caleb? Uh, I have put about seventeen hours into Final Fantasy fifteen seven of that on one day <laughs> so oh. i've been hammering it real fucking hard i'm only in chapter three of every 15 though. are you doing a shitload of extra more. stuff though yeah the whole point okay yeah every time you talk about that one streaming day it's like it starts out at six hours now it's seven that's hours. the it was that's, like six hours and 50 minutes that's how it works that's how yeah. it works in the chat and they keep telling me i owe them a two straight day stream which is impossible <laughs> by the way uh, and just stream yourself sleeping and eating. That's you did say do. a twenty-four hour stream, and you never did it. Well, I haven't had the time. I had the game Monday. You ass. When am I going to do a twenty-four hour stream? <laughs> Why am I the ass? I'm saying what they're saying. You well, they're start, wrong. I don't. I told you not to do a twenty-four hour stream <laughs> after after after. Ultima. Joe was the voice of reason. Yeah. That's after Ultima, per just usual. start that twenty-four Thank hour you. stream. <laughs> after Ultima yeah, start after it. Ultima to start it and you're just fucking going for 24 hours we could really use some help on set from our co-producer tomorrow since Paige is not going to be there yeah 
Who's the co-producer? Random thought, Joe. Uh, you are. That's like an ADD thought to the extreme, actually. That's so. <laughs> not an ADD that thought. Out. That's me going. He, sh- we could really use his help, and I was going to ask him. And now that you're bringing up him streaming 24 hours, I should probably say it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't do it. <laughs> Other than that, I haven't touched. I haven't touched another game all week. It's just been. Uh, it's just been just Final been Fantasy 15? 15. Yeah. Nice. What? Your shirt, your work shirt is strangely sexual. <laughs> Why? What does it say? It says you're only one job away from a good mood. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. That, that is uh, <laughs> strangely and, uh, sexual. Any job. It's very inaccurate. I'll, I'll say that too. <laughs> I was going to say, like, if you look at the tagline below it where it says the company stuff, frontline, what does it say? Frontier secured. It's frontier secure life. Like, that just sounds like a jolly place to work. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Frontier I secure about that. Oh, I do like the shirt though. Yeah, yeah. There's Only better it was ones. Like a hand. There was another uh, one that said, "My job is better than your job," and I wish I got that one. But mm, okay, because it's really true for my area. Because it's way better. Oh yeah, for your one little section of yeah, the people that are way more cool and do way less than everybody else. Is all you've been playing FF50? Yeah, that's it. I haven't touched another game all week. Yeah, I'm so. in a similar circumstance only I have just been looking at 15 and admiring it and then hoping one day to play it to play it uh, because I'm in the middle of this film stuff I have not yet and I'm excited to get to that but the only thing I played this week was Final Fantasy 12 Revenant Wings and you know what, Caleb Craig? Did you get you good, love Joe? It? I fucking beat it. Did you get good? <laughs> I got... Well, here's the thing. <laughs> okay, so I was told I'm just going to have to get Bahamut in order to beat the last boss because the last boss uh, spits out this summon called Bahamut who is a pain in the dick. And so I assumed that, yeah, I would have to level up a lot and beat this guy who is apparently harder to beat than the final boss which, of course, I was like, this doesn't make any fucking sense whatsoever that I have to beat the guy that has that has been said to be harder than the final boss to beat to, in order to beat the final boss. I was like, what? what is this bullshit? And what I had read was that everything levels up with you. Um, I, I think it might level up with you at a certain point. Like, there might be levels that kind of jump and then levels that jump you know, have them jump down oh, or whatever. It definitely does. But um, there's no doubt. Here's the thing. I went on to this YouTube video of the guy trying to be Bahamut and he started going off on a thing. He's like, yeah, I was in like the sixties and I just decided to use a game shark code. But you know, if you're not doing this extra stuff, uh, then, you know, being like about level 60, you know, you'll beat the final boss just fine. And I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay. So if I'm supposed to believe this guy, I only have to level up like five times in order to beat the final boss. And I was like, you know, I'll just give it a chance. Otherwise I'll have to go the Bahamut route and I'll level up a lot and then beat the Bahamut and then have Bahamut and then go and fight the final boss. I leveled up five times and I think I almost beat him the first time. And then I fucking beat him like the second or third time. I can't remember what it was, but it was like kind of easy and nothing leveled up with me. It just, all I had to do was level up and I didn't know because of the way everybody was talking on forums and shit. They were like, it levels up with you and it's going to be no. Well, it does. Well, I don't know what the mechanic is, but there is a sweet spot level knows. called level 60 in which the <laughs> final boss 
is uh, honestly pretty easy. Dude, I think I beat Bahamut at level 54. I was like, I was in the 50s when I beat that fight. So I couldn't get past the second summon in that. It took forever. I couldn't get past um, Ramu. And you have to fight a whole bunch of summons in a row before getting to Bahamut. I never got to it. Yeah, it's sick. And I was just like, I was, I was sad and defeated, man. And it all, it all, it's, (laughs) it's almost like the uh, fight against the, the judge, the judge of wings, but they, they move instead. Yeah, except they move. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, you have to do a lot of dodging and it takes, it took me over an hour when I beat it over an hour for one fucking fight. So not worth it. I did hundred percent it though. So I mean, there's that. I don't ever feel the drive to go back. Not that you do, but I did my time. I don't think you would have been in the 50s doing that thing. I was. I think with those other levels that you did before then, and the fact that you were grinding on that um, Wings of Midnight, you did. You were not in the 50s. I ground afterwards. That's bullshit. No, I was I in was. the 50s when I got to where I got stuck. Well, I'm just better at the game. No, that doesn't mean you're better at the game. We did the same amount of missions as the same amount of XP. You were not in the 50s. I when was you when I fought thing. Bahamut. No, you I beat were the not. ones. I beat the ones before it, but they only give you like 30,000 XP. Did you level? You, you what level on, are you on your save you right now? Yeah, that's what I was to say. Did you level up after Bahamut? You, after that you fight? didn't do midlight at all. What's the point of leveling up after Bahamut? To fight uh, Yaismat. You didn't level up before Bahamut. No, I didn't do Midlight Steep before Bahamut. I did Midlight Steep at the very end. I don't know what the fuck you did different then. I don't know. I uh, I did more crafting, I think. I've done all crafting. I don't think you understand the crafting. It's not necessarily you have to use the last book and it has the best items. The other books before it have better items. No, they have elemental items. The last book is the best item, so... Uh, it's all red it's all fire elements it's not the best necessarily it's not fire elements and i the reason why i was able to beat bahamut at that (laughs) level is because i beat the other dudes before him and we're using them to beat bahamut and the other uh summons so like the summons get better as you play and the those last six or seven missions are i think five of them are all summons so you got better summons to get yeah, to fight Bahamut. It was still right. a slaughter, though. Like, I would send him in, and he would do two hits to Bahamut and die. I fucking hated that game. Yeah. I mean, spoiler alert. <laughs> I, hated the, I hated my experience on the end, anyway. Yeah. Least. Well, glad yeah. you finally beat it. Uh, nothing else for you, then, huh? Just no, well, nothing else for me. What about you, Craig? Busy. I've been playing Pokemon Moon and Final Fantasy XV. That's it. All right, sweet. Nice. So, did anyone beat anything? (sighs) (laughs) Wait, what did you say? Did anyone beat anything? (laughs) I have to add that thing to my soundboard. It's fucking irritating. Um, (laughs) Yeah, you do. Same order we went in. I didn't. I didn't beat anything. Nope. Nope. (laughs) Hell yeah, I did. Beat Final Fantasy XII, whatever (laughs) it wings. All right, sweet. (laughs) I'm never looking back. Back time pretty sure someone's gonna win a copy <laughs> <laughs> so what does that bring our totals to right now caleb craig is still king hog at 32 games i am second place with 28 oh joe, man you're getting close yeah well i've been close we haven't beat anything for like two weeks joe is sitting at third with 17 games and cameron's bringing up the rear at 13 soon to be 14 womp, so womp, womp, soon to be 14 womp, womp. hopefully by tomorrow 
Yeah, I hope so too because I have to beat it by next Saturday and I haven't started it. <laughs> hey, so. I've only played the game for two and a half days now. So. so you're willing tomorrow to just marathon it? Yeah. I'm going to marathon it as soon as this episode's over for oh, the rest of today. Sweet. Yep. And sounds good. <laughs> All right. Does anyone have anything else to say? Fuck no. Let's, ha- let's, answer, right. let's answer a question. All right. Let's. Get- so we have one here from Joe from Michigan. It's titled Books, yeah. Books into Games. That's like his name, Joe from Michigan. That's it like is, the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Everyone on the show seems to be a mild fan of fiction novels. What novel would you like to see made into a game, even if it's a loose adaptation? Also, now that I have just got a new job with more money and way less hours, I want to play everything you guys review next year with you for UFF as well. I figure I have Ownage Hog in the bag this year. Next year, I'm going for the games beaten, so prepare yourself, Craig. The hog is coming. <laughs> more than just the uh, the comic book collection. Yeah. He's going to come for the nude hog as well. I see. Well, Craig's going to... He has a plan to do a bunch of JRPGs next year, so he might yeah, not I'm actually gonna, win. I'm going to try to do a bunch of RPGs, get my backlog sorted out. Yeah. What novel would you like to see made into a game? Huh? Yeah. I actually have something that came right to mind. What, Tom Clancy's Rainbow no. Six? Oh. No, no, no. no. Oh, wait. <laughs> so, growing up as a kid, <laughs> the book October? I read the most, does it count if it's science fiction fantasy? Why would it not count? Because it was fantasy. Fi- he said fiction. Okay. It's fiction. All right. So, he just said novel. The book that I read the most as a kid growing up was Ender's Game. And then as I was growing up, I read all of the fucking um, Ender series, and I started on the Shadow series. But... Wouldn't it be awesome if you, but you got, did that thing that everybody does and has a f- place to stop in that series because everybody stops somewhere. I read all <laughs> of the I read from beginning to end all of the Ender's Game series and when he added an extra novel there, I read that too. So I read all of the Ender Game series all the way to the end. You didn't read the Shadow Game. But I didn't read the sh- all the Shadow series because I just didn't have the book and I just stopped. Mm. So I can pick that up later. But wouldn't it be awesome if you got a AAA game developer to get behind that series and actually like do zero gravity fighting. I mean, it's going to be kids. Like, so I think I can think of it more like an action game where you go through all these different parts, you know, of the, of the book of Ender's game to you actually fighting the aliens. Right. But the first part, wouldn't it be awesome to like be in the zero G gravity, like, you know, first person shooter type thing where you zipped along in zero G hiding behind, you know, stars or boxes and you're shooting around and stuff. Basically like, um, getting to their objective and then winning the game that way. And you have to win with at least five people live on your team. It would basically be a dog fighting game. But except you can't change direction until you land on another wall. Yeah. Have have all of you guys read the That book? might be kind of rough. Mm-hmm. Oh, I but if you do it, it like so uh, if you do it like yeah, get enough money behind it, get some like real thought behind it, not just make a shitty shitty game. Actually yeah, make people a would be game. like, there weren't any aliens until the very end. <laughs> That's the whole story. <laughs> And then, so it was and then, all training missions. Jesus. <laughs> the fucking tutorial is the game. <laughs> and then as you progress, <laughs> so you start you, you start to the, go into the, the game. game that's in Ender's computer to be an actual game. And though, but then as the as you get to the end of it where you're fighting the aliens and stuff, then you're a part of the ship battles. All I could read, all I could see when I was reading that book was Orson Scott Card does not know how the video game works. 
<laughs> you know, you know, you know the part where he like has to continue to do these puzzles in the computer that, that's game. That's the mind game. Yeah, that's the mind game. <laughs> yeah, that was like this is not a game. This is just random shit that are like metaphorical that he's like stuffing no, into no, this. No, no, no. Because if you read the book, there comes a certain part. I where read the, game, the book. That's what I'm talking about. Where the game about, becomes Cameron. too intelligent. No, no. So the part of it where the game becomes too intelligent, but basically feeding off of Ender and using Ender to, be, to actually gain sentience, and that's how that. And that's yeah, I, I don't know being. how you would gamify that into a real game because it's bullshit. Well, the beginning part, it was just you do this and do this. It's just like, you know, it's trying to judge how you react to certain situations. It's just a a simple game in that part. Well, I mean, but as you get farther into the game, it becomes more and more just more of an idea that he creates himself and it becomes an actual being that assists him later in other books. There's that Google robot that's like learning and shit. Yeah, the thing's freaky as fuck, too. Yeah, exactly. That's what this is. That's that's basically (laughs) what that is. Yeah, deep mind. Yeah, only it's a program that creates levels and puzzles for you. Yeah. Mm. So it's no. <laughs> so it would be like Metal Gear Solid VR missions for most and of the And then it game. started fucking with his mind too by like grabbing random stuff and the whole people were like that's part of the book. They're like the guys who created the game are like I don't know what the fuck's going on. The game has a has a mind of its own now. Hmm. So like these super genius children they're supposed to fight the aliens that have been yeah, attacking. Yeah, but the super Earth. genius children don't know that. And they're and they're um they're training um to fight these creatures later on and they just that's the entire almost the entire book is them training is Ender's game okay. yeah but so. there's a lot more drama going on I don't think it'd be a good game no I'm just talking about that's the first thing that came yeah. to my mind so I don't know if it'd be a 100% a yeah. best and game there might idea. be a game based on the movie based on the book <sighs> but maybe I'm they sure could, they could adapt the game to where you're not Ender maybe you're just someone else who is there and then you're fighting in one of the starships with Ender there as the so like Ender, so you can start with then it like you're in Star school. Fox at the end. Yeah, and it becomes Star Fox at <laughs> the end, except sweet. actually not Star Fox. So, <laughs> but anyways, like a, a game based off of that with some of those elements in it would be cool in my mind. But I'll have to think for other for other examples. This is the first one that came to my mind. Twice is is. Let me guess, Game of Thrones. Um, Aren't there already like two Game of Thrones games? You want an open world RPG version of Game of Thrones. Well, of course, but there is one. It just looks like shit. So, (laughs) Um, I don't know. I think it'd be sweet to have a Shogun game where you get like an anal bead mini game thing where you play with them. And uh, you like it to upgrade oh, your sizing. Was... You have to train up your asshole to remember. Oh, remember boy. what I was talking about. That is not what Shogun is about. To go bigger and bigger. Remember what I was talking about before. Like you crack it a little bit, and the, the depth that he goes to in no, his mind. I, I do think that would be fun, though. Like having to do <laughs> not the not the anal beads part. <laughs> oh, that. <laughs> I designed. Oh, no, that's what you thought would be fun. A game based there on really the... is a scene with anal beads yeah. in the book Shogun. It's crazy, yeah. <laughs> And they all dig it too. They're all down. Everybody, dudes, chicks. You slowly pull out the. I like. I learned how anal beads were used in that book. Yeah, I, I think it would I be. Like, I think it would be a fun game for the same reasons I think why. I've seen some in your room, actually. A, uh, think about it. Uh, after you read that book, a legitimate uh, Game of Thrones game would be because you're like competing for power, sort of a thing in Shogun. So I think it would be fun to go in and uh, do all the shit that they do, and to come into it from this uh, random person's point of view. Perhaps maybe just one of the crewmen um, on the ship, not the main guy necessarily, but like one of the side side dudes so that you could do a bunch of other stuff that's not in the book as you help, uh, what's his name, Tanaga, Taranga or whatever, the main dude's 
Takanawa or something uh, to help him <laughs> to help him uh, come to power essentially. So there's all the subterfuge and shit that the game has, and that's why I th- the thought of a Game of Thrones game would be amazing. But I don't think they've done a good one yet, and I don't know if they making another one is going to be the fix to that. But Are you talking about Telltale or there is an actual the Telltale one is supposed to be ass and there's another one that is open world that's also supposed to be ass so like oh I've heard good things about the Telltale one really yeah, yeah George R. R. Martin wrote scenarios for it yeah it's got a bad rating a lot of people hate it oh does okay yeah right. which is weird because Telltale normally gets like blown by everybody so I don't know I don't know why it's bad but well I don't know I'll find out eventually maybe I guess. they didn't like one of the episodes or something yeah maybe maybe I don't know but I've just heard bad things and it got pretty demolished on me when I nominated it. So mm. I don't know. It's kind of surprised. What about you, Joe? Uh, I've been thinking about this since the question was just barely asked. And uh, that's good. I got to tell that's you, good. I've been mostly coming up with a blank, although I did slightly entertain the idea of Moby Dick, the video game. <laughs> that would be kind Where of interesting. It's like actually. a whaling game. <laughs> Didn't the, you, you gotta, gotta, like, you gotta, you gotta like, fly for the, one the, <laughs> the ship around. <laughs> And then you, and you can then, pick your team. You can pick the Japanese who are really good at it. And then you got to get onto the <laughs> boat, and then it becomes like a... You can you can either be the person who, like, propels the boat, which there wouldn't be a prop propeller, but... You, you know what would like, be a good game, actually? You got to get thinking. on the boat towards the whale, <laughs> and then it, like, you got to, like, switch to your... To your spear, and, and then it, like, yeah, then it turns it. into Amazon Trail. I would game do it on like, spearfish. I would do it on the Wii, <laughs> though, right? So you'd have the like the nunchuck, and you have to like thrust it forward. If you're thinking of classics, anybody do the game Treasure Island? Oh well, yeah, but that'd, that'd be, be like the the duh game. <laughs> and also it'd be a, it'd be a puzzle solving game and then sli- some fighting mechanics yeah, i didn't really care when i my dad no. read but didn't the moby dick me, didn't isn't there it. like a new movie coming out i don't or know that came there's out? a movie like every few years for moby dick with the guy who played thor yeah that was oh already shit speaking of movies we have to do of, our assassin's creed right our assassin's creed thing Oh, is that coming guess, up soon? Yeah, it's coming out in a couple weeks. Okay. I haven't seen anything on Rotten Tomatoes. Have like, you guys? No. no. Okay, good. Because I don't know if they've got fucking early reviews or anything in, but... We'll figure it out. Okay, can yeah, you soon. Uh, I don't know for this one. You can't play the game, though. You have to listen to it being played. But it's the same thing, right? Oh, fuck you. <laughs> we can't play the game. <laughs> yeah, you have to listen to it. Same, you read though. it? Uh, yeah, you have to read the game. That's <laughs> okay. it. You have to read the code. You're like, oh, wow, this is... Oh, this is a good mechanic. <laughs> I, really, I really wish I could do something with that. Um, ah, I don't know. Because the book itself, like the stories in the books would be kind of weird in video games, I think. So I don't know if a direct translation would be that great. But uh, the premise for the Stormlight, Stormlight Archive by Brandon uh, Sanderson would be pretty sweet in a video game. That'd be fun, I think, because of... He always comes up with very unique magic systems that don't yeah. that don't really pull off of anyone else. And I could see that being fun, like fucking jumping across canyons and fighting like knights do, but with magic. Yeah, I could yeah. see that working. Yeah, it would be pretty sweet. I Are think. there only two of those books out? Yeah, so right far now? there's only two. Third one's almost done. Yeah, I the guy writes like a freak, so. Yeah. I haven't read any of them, but I've thought about it. They're pretty good. <laughs> I've thought about reading them. So I have, me but too. it's it's huge though, and there's only two books out. So I don't I don't know. I read almost or I have, listened I think to I still almost have all of Steelheart, and it's. Eh. I think I still Steelheart's have them all on Audible. I like Steelheart. Yeah. 
Yeah. Steel Horror would also make so an interesting uh, video game. I'll, where mm-hmm. like all the uh sup- they're like our super powered people and uh they're all evil and there's like a group of people who aren't super powered that like try to take them down cuz like every single super powered being has a certain weakness that they have to exploit like in order to beat them. Okay. Except for the X-Men don't have weaknesses. <laughs> yep. Yeah, they do. No, they don't. Some of them. They just have powers. They can just die, though. Yeah, they can just die, but they don't have, like, certain weaknesses. Well, I just watched Wolverine last night, so it's on the mind. (laughs) Well, he has... Which uh, Wolverine? Didn't they shoot him in the head? The movie called The Wolverine. Oh, The Wolverine, where Mm -hmm. he goes to Japan? Yeah. Shit. It's not terrible. There were, like... okay, too weird. There were some really good things about it and some really dumb things about it at the same time. Yeah. So, like... I don't know, like, there was an awesome scene where he, like, chucks the dude out the window, and he lands in a pool, (laughs) and she's like, how did you know there was a pool out there? And he's like, I didn't, and they were like, that made me laugh for, like, 20 minutes. I was dying, (laughs) (laughs) because of the way that was, that was done, um, and there were, there were a lot of little other, like, comic things having to do with the, the, the Wolverine that I, that I liked a lot. And the cinematography was also really good. I noticed when I was watching, I was like, John, this, this is a pretty movie. Um, but then there were some things where I was like, why are all these Japanese people speaking to each other in English? And <laughs> yeah. sometimes we have something well, else. And then when they're like, oh, we're together alone. Yeah, dude, there were some times where they were speaking in Japanese and then they had subtitles. Are so, you serious? Like, there were the scenes between oh. just Japanese people speaking English was really weird. See, I was about to insult the uh, comic book fan base and be like, well, they don't really read. They just look at the pictures, right? And also, oh, there was you. a there was a how <laughs> There was one of those lines where she had to explain what something was, and it was like the yak the Japanese mob or the yakuza. And I'm like, just call it yakuza. Yeah, everybody knows everybody what the yakuza, knows yakuza, what the yakuza are. Wait, yeah. what's this yakuza thing? <laughs> oh, it's uh, the mafia, but they're Japanese. No. Yeah, no oh. shit. <laughs> and then the part where they like <laughs> they all like shot him with arrows, and then he was like in this big epic. Sort. Of, I thought that part was kind of dumb. Like it was a dumb action scene. Yeah. But then there were like some pretty awesome um, sort of uh, gymnastic ish uh, kung fu fights that I thought were pretty sweet. And I, don't, I really like, there didn't, was a lot of shit that I liked in it, and there was a lot of shit that I thought was stupid. I really didn't like the uh, or like him the thing where the old guy was in the giant suit of yeah, armor that, that was, was really fucking stupid the, the giant suit of armor was the stupidest part of the movie yeah the giant suit of armor or the part where he had to reach into and grab his heart yeah and i was like no he's not no and then i started it was i was laughing at that part it was funny well just how over the top it was anyway some of the listeners to that question that we asked 20 minutes ago uh dragon lance <laughs> the legend of huma never heard of that have you craig uh, i've like heard of the dragon lance series but i've never read them is everything, is everything science fiction or fantasy in here? Stephen King says the or uh, Corey Stephen says King? Stephen King, King says Stephen, the stand. yeah Stephen King wants the stand wow. to be made into a video game. Hopefully uh. he doesn't direct it or it'll probably be shit. Uh, Corey <laughs> says Stephen King's the stand, and Corey actually says in addition to that his favorite book is Fight Club. They've already made a movie from it. Then a game based on the movie. He hasn't played it because it looked terrible. You have it. I twice. do have Over it, Corey. There. I see it. I own it. It was a friend's. Maybe who, you should review it. Oh, it's a fighting game, though. <laughs> it's weird. Like, I don't know. I, I guess we could still I would hope it's a fighting game. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like a, it's a fucking RPG. That'd be sweet. <laughs> 
RPG or just like a thing where you watch them fight and you have to like bet on who I wins. have to find Tyler Durden. Yeah, yeah. In order to find Tyler Durden, you must do this quest for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's fun. Um, thanks for the for the feedback on the Cody Cody and Sarah Chronicles stuff. I want to make sure we read that on the on the episodes because we forgot to last time. Uh, Corey said he read this episode as soon as it posted. It was a great read. And he does say he listens to our podcast on two times speed. He listens to all of his audiobooks on two times. Does he listen to it on two times speed? Except for Game of Thrones, because of the accents, you can only handle one and a half, handle one and a half, maybe 1.75 speed. Uh, really enjoys the show. Keep it going. Thanks, man. And let's see. Oh, Penguin Mage says, uh, since you guys were talking about games that you had missed, or in the case of 15, we're looking forward to. I was wondering if any of you were going to pick up The Last Guardian. Oh, maybe. Perhaps we'll have, a, we'll have something at the end about that. Yeah, I know a couple of you played Eco and reviewed it. It's been so long, I can't remember who it was. Also, what are your thoughts on I? Pray for the Gods? I have no thoughts on that. I don't know what the fuck it is. Same so, here. What the hell awesome. Pray it's for the Pray gods? as in they, the gods feast on their praise. Yeah, yeah. Pray, E-Y. E-Y. Yeah. Pray oh. for the gods. We'll have to check into that. Interesting. On another date. Um, Cameron seems to know what it is. What is it? I have no idea. He was just reading oh. what it was. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so, would well, you want to do the review now, or do you want to do the Assassin's Creed stuff? Let's first? just get the Assassin's Creed stuff out of the way. All right. So, there are two Assassin's Creed trailers, guys. Um, uh, for uh, Here's what I propose for... Oh, Jesus. What are you doing? Sorry. Uh, for Nude Clan movie predictions, okay? All right. And you guys, you can accept this or decline it. Whoever gets the closest to the correct Rotten Tomatoes score, the other three pitch in to buy a movie ticket, <laughs> and they do a review of the movie once they go and see it. Whoever's the closest. So all four of Whoever's us Whoever's the closest it. has to see the movie? Yes. <laughs> so, oh, so only the so you like, win. So it's you like win, punishment but you lose. Winning. Yeah. So either all three of us get to go and the one person's tickets for free, or the one person goes alone and then does a solo review. Yeah. So the last one. I like the one person goes alone thing. That way we only have to buy one ticket and we're spending like what two bucks each. What if I wanted each. to see the movie? Well, you can always <laughs> join if you want. Like, Okay. Wow. What do you guys think about that? Yeah. It'd be interesting. So, All right. Sweet. So we're going to watch the Where's two. my Warcraft, bitches? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I won that. Fuck you. Oh, uh, yeah. That's right. I forgot. I, I, I don't want to go see it, though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want the dollar theater maybe we Warcraft. Should, maybe we should have a rule where if it's not right as of today, then if you win, you have to see it. You, there's no like saying, nah, you have to. Well, the other people would have to buy the ticket, too. Right. But seriously, if it's matinee, we're looking at two bucks each. So uh, yeah. there are two Assassin's Creed trailer. There's a world premiere one, and then there's another one that came out We've a month ago. It, haven't we? We didn't see the new one a month ago. All right, fire up the new. Well, one. look, if we're gonna give it a rating, if we're gonna guess, we got to see the fucking trailer. All right, let's do it. Oh Jesus! Yeah. You're here to save my soul. I understand it's your birthday. <laughs> yeah. Happy birthday! The party's just getting started. <laughs> So cheesy. I'd like to take my Oscar and throw it into the pit. His name is Callum Lynch. We've traced his bloodline back 500 years. Oh, okay. To the Assassin's Creed. How oh. did you pick this dude, huh? Cal, as anyone in the world knows or cares, you no longer exist. 
<laughs> I run like a Todd. <laughs> this is your second chance. What do you want from me? Your past. <laughs> You're about to enter the Animus. What you see, hear, and feel are the memories of your wow. ancestor who's been dead for 500 years. Wait a minute! Welcome to the Spanish Inquisition. Not in the ass! Oh! <laughs> what I saw in there and felt real. <laughs> it was. We're watching you, waiting to see who you are. I believe you are destined for great things. Let's find out. This is my world. You work in the dark. You serve the light. We are assassins. Okay, so oh when I saw the first trailer, I was I was thinking it was probably going to be better than Prince of Persia, uh, which isn't doesn't take. And much. now you have doubts. I do have doubts. Yes, <laughs> after watching the trailer, what? there's some cheese, <laughs> some real fucking sharp you cheddar can, in there. How do they get these Oscar-nominated actors into these things? Money, yeah, <laughs> dude. Money. Dude, Michael Fassbender hey. is like. He's a big fucking deal. Top. Yeah, he's like huge, especially now. And like the last, what, like five, ten years, he's been fucking massive. Yeah, about, yeah, three or four. Well, when was uh, Prometheus? That was a big deal. 2009. But that wasn't even that that big of a vehicle for him. I'm thinking like. Really? There was was Hunger. There was the, the one sex addict movie that he got. Oh, yeah. I think a nominated for, and then there was uh, he's fucking 12 good. years a slave. So. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, dude. I fucking he forgot is, about 12 years. He a slave. is an a plus actor <laughs> in a fucking D minus <laughs> movie here. Uh, so Perhaps. this trailer, this trailer is a D minus trailer at the very well, least. Well, you remember the first trailer? Like I thought it looked okay. Oh, sorry. Shit. Just toss the pen at Joe. <laughs> I thought it looked okay, but after this trailer, I, I do have my doubts yeah uh what do you guys what do you guys think as far as a rotten tomato score now how are we gonna do this too because it takes a little bit for the for the stuff to get in i wait like a week after it comes out so one week after release we'll just see where it's chilling those things yeah they usually rest at a certain point yeah it it might go up one or two but that's it all right and we're doing critic uh score too yeah the rotten tomato score is only one score yeah there's top critics and there's audience but it doesn't fucking matter the rotten tomato score is the Rotten Tomato score, man? Oh, so, man. will I mean, what's the high, is, was it Prince of Persia that had the highest rating? No, it's. Uh, I think it's. I think it might be Spirits. What, of the what did Prince of Persia have? Yeah, that was not live hero, action. Okay, um, you know, based off of this trailer and that I heard that most of this movie will be in the present time and not in the past. I feel like we've seen most of the past already. Yeah. (laughs) 
Prince so. of Persia has a 36. Ooh. I think that one's the oh. highest or one of the highest. Uh, you can just do video games based on movies and Wikipedia. But okay, all right. I say... You just search movies based on I'm movies. just going to say 30%. <laughs> Did I seriously just search Yeah, that? go back. We'll go back to their tab. Did oh, you wow. find? <laughs> well, it's because I was... Joe fucked with me. When? Just now. <laughs> you were like, do do video games based on movies, which Final is Fantasy, wrong. Final the Spirits Within is actually pretty high. It's like 44. Yeah, that but that highest? one... I thought we had not one even live action. That one doesn't that. count, yeah. Yeah, so the next highest is... Uh, I... Dead or Alive is 34. 43 for Ratchet and Clank. Oh, that one doesn't count either. It's around 40 what, what is the was, best. What was Tomb Raider? I thought uh, Tomb Raider was the highest no, one. No, it's not. Tomb no? Raider is fucking low. Yeah. It's really low, dude. Wow. It just made a lot of money. It did. Yeah. Okay. Angelina All right. Too. I will All say right. it's one of the primes. I will say it is since Michael Fassbender was willing to go into it. I say it's 30%. Yeah. Okay. You can't just say yeah. No, I mean, Caleb's going next. Okay. Okay. Um, Cameron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> KC. All right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stick with a uh, um, Prince of Persia and go 36. Damn it! That was gonna be mine. Oh, okay. All right. Is this the uh, Price Is Right rules where if you're over, it doesn't, <laughs> or is it just the closest? It's closest. Yeah. So hopefully, it's not a 33. <laughs> What dun, if dun. this is the very best video game movie of all time? But then Caleb Craig will win. So oh. I'm going to go with 40%. Oh, man. Well, didn't uh, Warcraft have like 43? Did it? I thought that's what its score was. No. I don't think so. I it think was the last time I checked. I think, I think that's that's what that I, was forever ago. I think that's what I guessed. I think I guessed well, a 43. We'll check it real quick. What was it? Because I swear to God, it that was in the forties. That movie seemed like trash in the trailer. I know, but I swear to God, the last time I checked, it was in the forties. But that was still like, I think right as it came out, or I don't, I don't remember what it was. Oh yeah, oh, never mind. I was, I was very wrong. Twenty for the top critics. It was twenty eight. Okay. Yes. Well, <laughs> all right. So Cameron's going it's forty. Been a while since I checked. Oh, fuck. You know what? I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a fair chance. Yeah, you're gonna go even fifty. No, that's too. <laughs> I said fair. I'm gonna go forty-three. Oh, man. damn it! Y'all going down? Damn it! I was gonna go forty just in case anything was above it because I thought you were actually gonna go below forty. I don't 40. actually think it's gonna be this good, but I am gonna. I don't. I don't care. I don't want to go see it. So, so you all are gonna buy me a ticket? Yeah. So you're. You're going to go okay. see it for Christmas like right. an asshole. And we're going to we're going to go watch an Oscar nominated film. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right next door, Joe. Yeah, we'll be watching like the one that gets the best picture and you just hear it over there, you hear the joy. <laughs> hear the joy <laughs> with or the, the three <laughs> with the three other people watching uh, Assassin's Creed the movie. Oh, so, man. I I am going to lose, but fuck it. <laughs> we'll try to win. Dude, it might be okay. Mike, you're right. Michael Fassbender agreed. Right, come it on. could just be a huge Look, paycheck. Dude, if it had awesome action or something, they would show that shit. And they showed us Stabby. Eh. Yeah, it showed us eh. I honestly, I was more excited about the first trailer. Uh, I thought the first trailer was good. Yeah. It showed more of the past okay. stuff, though, and this one showed more of the present, and I don't think I'm interested in that. If they're going to do an Assassin's Creed thing, I want it to be a timepiece where they're going back 
to the the place no, of his. I, Cameron would just want it to be a timepiece so we could have a watch, another watch. <laughs> Yeah. Well, the official Assassin's Creed. Yeah, it's piece. like a, it's like fucking self-sufficient. It's some uh, uh, Da Vinci watch. You could you get to pick what era your watch is, and it has wings too. It can fly. It's got a sundial on it. Yeah, yeah, sundial watch. There you go. Why do you have one of those? <laughs> yeah, classic. Uh, the classic watch. Oh yeah, the classic time. It's stone. Right there. It's stone. It's just like a tiny little stone slab with another stone slab. <laughs> they actually someone actually did like there was a designer who did make a upgraded. Uh, sundial type watch that displays the time with digital numbers <laughs> well that's gay though why would you want a digital sundial no 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 it's not digital it's like <laughs> digital sundial. when the sun that sounds redundant so so it's a cylinder with a whole bunch of holes drilled through it and then when the sun shines through it in certain way it'll display the time in, in 10 minute increments in the shadow Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's fucking cool sound. And so it then. took a that long time cool. for him to design it. And depending on how you have it situated, it'll show you the time with numbers slowly as the shadow moves across the table. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, you may be wondering why today we're doing a review episode. We had a discussion last time about, hey, you know, we beat these games and sometimes a pair of us beat these games just because we're just playing games and... Every once in a while, you might get, you know, I am bread beat by two of us or whatever. Right. And I don't see why not just make, just do a review on that. Yeah. We'll, we'll treat it like a normal episode, but we'll have that be a, a, the discussion. Uh, you guys. You know, maybe that's game. the way we and can it's get not, our own games in here. If yeah. we want to review a certain game, why not just go beat it? Uh, we not have, you have to just one of that's our games. That's true. That's true. Yeah. It doesn't have to necessarily be a thing that's voted upon or, or planned or anything like that. That's it's just up to you and whether or not it comes up. So uh, with that in mind, for our first unscheduled review, <laughs> let us uh, talk about battle. God damn it. These fucking hiccups. Battlefield 1, Battlefield 1. Xbox One S. Battlefield One is a first-person shooter game developed by EA Dice and published by Electronic Arts. This is the first main entry to the series after Battlefield Four, and it's overall the fifteenth installment of the Battlefield series. What was the first one? Um, Battlefield, Battlefield 1. Uh, no. So this is Battlefield 1. And I can tell you why they decided to call it Battlefield 1. 
<laughs> is it a battlefield 1940 no. 1941 1942 i think that's the first one i don't know i'll have to look to see which one's the first one but i'll look at up later the reason why they decided to call this one battlefield one is because they felt that world war one deserved this honor as the the first uh it deserves War. the honor as a gigantic <laughs> paycheck to the company. Yeah. Yeah. Deserves the honor. game. Yeah, they named the game Battlefield One since the team considered World War One as the dawn of all-out warfare. That's fair, and so they called it Battlefield One um, after their game Battlefield Four and Hardline. Yeah, Hardline is <laughs> stupid. Hardline a little bit on the uh, development of the game. They used their Frostbite engine, their go-to standard for any awesome games. Oh, wait. So it's the same engine that uh, Battlefront was made on? Yeah, same engine as Battlefront. Oh, yeah. curious. And Battlefield 4. And a lot oh, of wow. and funny things. Funny thing is, Battle- if you play Battlefront and then play Battlefield Battle 1, you can see a lot of the sounds are kind of like interchangeable. You know, besides lasers, like the explosions are pretty like... Yeah, the lasers in the World War One. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, you know... <laughs> Or pretty from standard either uh, game. B- Interesting thing about lasers. Frostbite, it's actually Frostbite 3, but they just started calling it Frostbite um, at, at 2015. They just switched it over. Hmm. So the gameplay of this game with their storyline, it's very interesting. Instead of just having a linear story mode, they decided to do chapters where you get to sample different parts of the World War One experience. Because as World War One was this huge kind of, uh, you know, game changing, pun intended, uh, take on war where they're having planes now, they're just starting to play with tanks right. and just with mass fucking death. Oh, yeah. And then gases, when you first start, yeah, and, and gases warfare. and stuff. And so to kind of give you a taste of how brutal World War One is, the introduction scene that you get to play is you're just you're trying to fight as long as you can. And then when you die, it shows you, you know, how your, what your guy's name was, his like his lifespan and you spawn into another guy and you do the same thing. Just fucking death after death after death. There's so many people fucking died in this in, in world war one. And so they're trying to drive that point home, especially with the, with the opening scene. Yeah. The opening scene was incredible in this game. I thought it, it was, was very, uh, awe-inspiring and it was it was so different from anything else that I've i feel seen. like with these triple a title games and they're coming back coming out with so much hype and especially with this uh, world war one themed game it was an idea developed by them they're kind of toying with the idea and then they decided to do it and then it was released everyone's like oh well, world war one how's that gonna actually translate to video game and then i think like the negative comments on it and the positive comments help just build the hype more and more and more and the opening scene of a game is just so important to really fucking just bring well, you in and just, that's like, this is the game that you've been waiting for. Honestly, that's why I bought the game is because I saw somebody play the opening level and I was like, I'm fucking buying this game. Yeah, dude. This like, is awesome. Like the opening level on a game, if it's awesome, you're, you're the person's going to stick around. So um, as we all know that this game does kind of center around multiplayer, but they did do, like I said, an innovative thing with the story mode. Instead of just that linear, you pick a guy and you play his story throughout you know, the whole game. Mm-hmm. They will give you, they give you different chapters. So there is one, sorry, two, three, four, five, five different chapters. I think, yeah, five different chapters in this game. And then you get to play the role of a different person in each chapter. Right. So the first one that you have is the storm of steel where you get to play with the, um, 
we get to take control of different members of the Harlem Hellfighters as they defend their positions against German uh, offensive in France. Right. So, so you're in a tank. You are in a tank. But this game is vehicle gameplay a lot, but also has a lot of stealth added to this uh, to this storyline. Where in one of it, they send you out. Mission. They send you out to go fucking stealth kill all these Germans so you can get your tank to roll through. Betty is what they'd call the tank. Yeah, or Bessie. Yeah. Or Bessie, yeah. yeah. Or Bess or something like that. So Storm of Steel. Bessie. You are tank fighting slash like it stealth fighting. Then the next story, Through Mud and Blood, where you get to be Danny Edwards, a former... So, sorry, no, Through Mud and Blood. Sorry, I got this wrong. Storm, a Storm of Steel is that prologue where I was talking about before where... Um, you play all these uh, different people. You die, then you play another person, then you die. That's the prologue I was talking about. Storm and Steel. Through Mud and Blood is the tank um, uh, mission where you get to play Danny Edwards, who was a chauffeur in his previous life, and now you're the tank driver. You do stealth missions, and that's how what that one is. Yeah, that one's, yeah. That one's fun, but I think it was... Uh I don't know. Sometimes the tanks were a pain in the ass. But. Sometimes the tanks were a pain in the ass, especially if playing at um, the hardest difficulty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your fucking tank just sits there and takes it while you're just running around trying to do stuff for them. But, yeah, it's rough, man. The next story, if you, you don't have to play the chapters in, in uh, sequ- sequence at all, but I'm just going to read them that way. Uh, Friends in high places, you are Clyde Blackburn, and you are an American pilot and gambler who has a habit of deceitful behavior. So this story mode, you get to play the pilot, do all the flying missions, do bombing runs and stuff. Um, there land, are land on a fucking zeppelin that's on fire. Yeah. Epic <laughs> land on a fucking stand out kind of guy. <laughs> I'm a stand up kind of guy. There's this one part in the mission where you crash land in no man's zone. No man, you know, between two rows of trenches and you have to decide whether or not to kill your co-pilot and run away or drag your co-pilot to safety. And you decide to drag him to safety and you're hiding from your own. So you have to sneak through the enemy trenches Find your co-pilot, co-pilot and sneak up to your trenches so they don't fucking shoot you. So it's yeah. a lot of like hiding from spotlights and dodging back and forth till you finally get to your trenches. And that was a lot of fun as well. Yeah, Next that was one a down. crazy gritty level, dude. <laughs> hard, hard level. Um, the Avanti Savoya. I'm sorry if I mispronounced that. You are playing Luca Vincio. Vincenzo Cochi, I can't, sorry, it's an Italian name. Luca, here, you give a hack at that name. Luca right there. Luca Vincenzo Cocolia. I think the C's have a ch sound sometimes. In, Cocolia. In, I don't know. A member of the Italian Arditi <laughs> unit. And so this one, you actually get to play one of the heavies that you might have faced yeah. in, the, in the online. If you, guys, if you guys have played uh, Modern Warfare 3, it's the last mission. That's what you are. You're a tank. You're just a dude with a big fucking gun who can take a lot of fucking hits. Anyways, this is set in Italian highlands, mountainous area, and you're going through to push the German forces out. Right. And the it's whole time, they're all not maybe not the whole time. For the first chunk of it, you have this armor suit on, this yeah. plate mail that the bullets just can't penetrate somehow. Right. And, and a, a lot of these stories are told from the perspective of these guys looking back on it. Right. This one is him. He's an older guy now, and he's telling his daughter about how it all went down right yeah and how he lost his brother right all right the next one the runner really good one yeah you get to play the role of an australian message runner frederick bishop and you have just basically this awesome kick-ass rifleman and you're just going through taking um let's see where was this one 
This was set in which city? This is, um, was it the Ottoman Empire you're fighting in this one? I, I don't fucking remember. Anyways, yeah, it's uh, Ottoman. So yeah, so this you're fighting. It's the Ottomans. So the the gist of this one, you're this this kick-ass, awesome Australian soldier that everyone reveres, and then this new kid on the block comes in, and you're reluctant at first to have him on your team, but then as you're going through, you start to develop kind of a, I don't know, kind of a fondship for this kid. Right. Anyway, yeah, and so this is his story about how he's training the kid at first, and then trying to save the kid as you guys are going to retreat from the Ottomans, and that's that story. Right. That was a good one, yeah. And then the next one, Nothing is written. Players are the Zera Gufron, the Bedouin rebel working alongside British intelligence officer T. Lawrence. So this is when you are in the African part of the mission in the desert and stuff. A lot of this is actually sneaking around. Yeah. This is your basically Lawrence of Arabia. Yeah. Lawrence of Arabia. You're sneaking around just now on, you know, going through these desert compounds and trying to kill all, you know, the German forces there. Yeah. And that's really good. That one was a lot of fun, dude. So of those different stories, which, what was your favorite? Oh shit, dude. I, I don't know. I love the pilot as a character. I thought he was pretty funny. I got tired of hearing his fucking voice after a while because there's some challenge where I have to kill like nine planes in 15 seconds and it's I have to hear the it same was 30 line. seconds, but yeah, I have to hear the same line over and over and over again because I keep retrying. I'm it. a stand up kind of guy. I really dug the uh, Lawrence of Arabia stuff, though. I like uh, desert maps. Yeah, um, that fighting, was that, fighting the fucking doom train was awesome. That thing was <laughs> brutal. <laughs> Um, but, uh, it's easier if you know you can just go up and TNT the fucker instead oh, of trying yeah. to use the field gun. Second time I did it much faster. <laughs> um, I think my favorite though was the Australian the runner one. Yeah, I had a lot of fun with that one being a rifleman and uh, going through those levels. Yeah, that one had probably the most story impact on me by the end. We'll yeah, talk about that when we at the end of that one though. Uh, should we give spoilers away? Is it still new enough? We shouldn't do spoilers we it's been out for a while we do spoilers on the show right yeah, yeah. this is at the end where he's trying to save the kid and he ends up saving the kid but he has to sacrifice himself to do so yeah he gets the the castle he's in just gets fucking destroyed by so. his own people yeah too so um that's a really good storyline and i just loved playing that character yeah that one was that one was pretty fun um, yeah, and that's uh, pretty much it about the development. Uh, we talked about Frostbite Engine. They can just uh, quickly throw out a new game there on this awesome engine. You know, I will say, though, that each time they do come out with a new game, they do look better. So, I mean, this game looks a good chunk better than Battlefront. It's awesome, and I like how they have destructible environments, but it's not all about destroying the environment to change the flow of the map. I like that you... Yeah, even a, a sand dune that you're hiding behind can be destroyed so you can no longer really hide behind it. Um, but it's not all about the game-changing events. What it's about is when you're actually playing online, um, the losing team will have kind of a boon that comes to help them turn the tide of the map, which generally doesn't really help that much. No. <laughs> There's the Doom train Caleb was talking about and then the Behemoth, with his, which is just a giant um, airship with giant tons Zeppelin. of guns. It's like basically a worse AC-130. Yeah, it's worse, but it's like 50 million times better than they were in real life. Those things suck ass. <laughs> we have our armor-plated uh, gas bubble going through the sky. Yeah, it's fucking bullshit. And I can't snipe people when I'm on top of it either. It's lame. <laughs> it moves too much. Oh, man. All right. So that's pretty much about the history, a little bit of the story of the game. So let's go ahead into the review section. All right, Cameron. So 
uh, storyline for me. I enjoyed it for the most part. I liked seeing the uh, the war. I liked seeing the war from a bunch of different perspectives, a bunch mm-hmm. of different nations. Uh, I really dug the Australian guy, the old man. He's kind of pissy. Uh, I liked that. And he ends up dying to save this little shit kid, right? And uh, it was pretty impactful. I thought uh, overall they did a pretty good job with the story. Uh, the only downside to the story, I would say, is probably how short it was. That's what I was going to say. I mean, with all these little tastes it gives you of the different uh, types of warfare that was going on in this war, it's just not enough. You just wanted it to go a step further. You wanted to become more invested in this part of the story. It's just not there. Yeah. Um, I think overall, though, the dialogue was good. It was very believable. And all told, what's the time to beat for the storyline? I don't know. We can look it up later. It's very short, in my opinion. Um, I feel like the story was kind of made as here here we actually have a story for you fuckers here's your story and i'll play the online multiplayer you know that's true but uh at the same time you unlock guns for doing challenges in the story yeah so the story does help you with your online multiplayer it's just uh, too short by the way it's still something that bugs the shit out of me yeah six hours for main story is what it's saying that's like nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's a shooter. That's what shooters are, though, normally. I don't like, since they've been doing uh, those, I don't know, midway through the Call of Duty series, they started doing where you had the, um, if you played enough of the online or if you played enough of the story, you would have advancements with your weapon, but that would give you, um, it would give you power over your opponents in, in multiplayer matches online. I don't really like that system at all. I think guns should be standard within the shooter for the sake of fairness within multiplayer. I don't, I don't agree. I think if you're going to keep people playing it, you need to have some sort of upgrade. I mean, if it's an upgrade that anyone can get, it's your fault for not getting it. No, it just has to be a good game for them to keep playing. And I disagree about the uh, about the advantages of some of these uh, weapon upgrades that you only have because you've been playing for so long. So that only, all it does is just serve to keep you on top. It doesn't actually... Within nah, your weight rankings, have you... Dude, if you, if you invest more time into something, you should be better at the top. Well, you have and, the, and the, the, the counter to that would be, I mean, we can jump into the game right now and I can beat people that are 30 levels ahead of me. Yeah, they just true. been playing it, more. It, is, it also depends on skill, but then there's games like in like, Battlefield 4 where you get weapons out of the battle packs. Half the time I, it's like random. I get killed is from someone behind me. I didn't even fucking see. Yeah, so, so it, I think it balances it well. Uh, it's not to the extreme of when I was playing Last of Us Online and people had Oh, yeah. That rifles. was way sick. Yeah, it took forever to get unlocks and some of the best shit was like up there. Yeah. Like you get better at ammo amounts for certain guns and like all just from being like a higher level yeah and that one the scaling is rough this one i'm still able to kill a lot of people but i can see where there would be concern i do like how they implemented at the same time though because they they make you want to go through the story they make you okay everyone buys battlefield because it's online but if you play the story you can get uh, extra weapons, um, extra skins, stuff like that. Yeah, skins and stuff and like weapons with stats are kind of average. You just get a special weapon. Yeah. I it's, mean, it's just a little a little treat for you that doesn't really overall affect the online gameplay. You do unlock better guns the longer you play certain classes, though, and that does yeah. start to scale a little bit. And so that's just investing time into a certain character. Yeah, but honestly, I've been using the M1903 since 
like the first 10 hours of the game and I haven't stopped using that same sniper unless I want the fucking beast sniper that yeah. I unlocked that. How has that been treating you that it's, fucking epic sniper? It's fucking powerful, dude. It's, <laughs> it kills you, but it doesn't have a scope on Does it. it. Is that one? No, it's like, it's like it twice kills? as powerful as every other no gun way. in the game. <laughs> But oh, it's, a, it's a single shot, though. It's like a you shoot it, and then you have to load another bullet, and it doesn't have a clip or anything. Yeah, so they found a way to not make it terrible. <laughs> and no no scope on it, either. So you have to do iron sights. So it's uh, it's a sniper, but really it's like a mid-range weapon. Mid to close. But it, well, if you hit hit your target, dude, it's the target's not there anymore. Yeah, they're it's pretty much gone. dead. It's fucking well, Yeah, that's cool, but if you're playing the sniper class and you go for a sniper, you want a sniper. Not- I agree. That's why I don't use it on every map. I only use it when it's like a map that I can't snipe on because I fucking suck at it. On my medic class, I'm using a sniper. Yeah, so. Well, good. All right. So, story, what would you get it? Um, I think I'd give the story a solid, uh, solid eight. I mean, it wasn't perfect. Um, it wasn't very long, but I did enjoy the scenarios. I thought it gave us a pretty cool overall look on the war and if, the characters yeah. were all well done. If the story was bad, we wouldn't be begging for more like we are. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to have to give it an eight as well. I mean, I, I, that's the number I had in my head before you said your number. So is it? Yep. You sure? It is. Sure. You're not just like uh, tofu and you just kind of like take on the flavor of whoever <laughs> else you're reviewing with. No. So I mean, this is a shooter game. Yeah. Um, how does it differentiate itself from other shooter games like Call of Duty or from, or when it comes to Battlefield 1, how does it differentiate itself from Battlefield 3 or 4? Well, Battlefield 3 is rough. It has like the most <laughs> bullet drop I've ever fucking seen in a video game in my life. I'll tell you what, though. When I was, you know, trying to find out whether or not I wanted Battlefield 4, I picked up battlefield three to try it out because it was super cheap and that game is what made me fall in love with the battlefield series more yeah. than call of duty ever could three yeah i played three first and it's it's a lot of fun but four is like so much better in every way almost oh man so there's so much going okay so call of duty you can call it your arcade shooter right you get your gun and you get in the map and it's your reflexes versus the other guy's reflexes there's some tactics involved in knowing the map but when you get to fucking battlefield you're talking expansive maps with tons of people playing the ability to work with team members if you choose to do so most people don't big time vehicles (laughs) that you don't have to get kill streaks to jump into um vehicles at all the time and no, no kill streaks actually so yeah, you don't have any rewards. You just do well, and that's and then it. you get to pick certain classes. Certain classes help benefit your squad if you decide to have squad gameplay. But again, you don't need to do that. Um, Battlefield Four. What I got really good at, and I'm talking really good, was flying helicopters, and that was a lot of fun for me to be able to fly helicopters, put uh, put people on the ground where they needed to be, and then to be able to fly, uh, offer support to people on the ground. Yeah. So it's much more complex. Oh, yeah. Duty. Oh, and yeah, then yeah. even to the where he's talking about bullet drop earlier, Call of Duty, you aim, you point, you point and shoot, and the bullet goes there. The and bullet doesn't have any bullet time. <laughs> it doesn't take any time to get from one spot to the other. Right when you shoot, it's there. In Battlefield, you have to, you have to lead and adjust for bullet drop. So depending on the type of gun you use, it affects the speed the bullet reaches the target and the distance affects how high how higher up you need to aim so because that the distance of 
the time the bullet takes to get there gravity effects of the whole time so it's more realistic yeah, yeah it's, it's yeah. more realistic but at the same time battlefield gets pretty bullshit sometimes <laughs> yeah when you snipe a guy in the neck and he lives because it only did 99 damage that's yeah he, he would not be alive <laughs> another thing in battlefield 4 really and damage amounts i, I think that is one thing that there, really annoys me shouldn't about there the be online. like certain spots where it'll kill you and then certain spots of your body where well, it'll just like disable that part of the body the problem well, they went with the health system that's combined with like a, a stamina system so it's kind of weird so you have 100 hit way. points and then you can get shot to have those go down and for a certain amount of time that you have that much health left over until you can hide for long enough for it to rejuvenate or use a health pack or oh, and then there's medics who can actually throw down health pack to heal you faster this has always been my problem with shooters with the exception of like rainbow six on the pc yeah those fuckers are realistic but yeah so if someone shoots you in the arm right now caleb you mm-hmm you're not going to just keep going. Yeah, I'm not going to just juggernaut <laughs> it and shoot the fuck out well, of everyone. Although, Even if it was in a non-lethal fatty part of your arm, you would be bleeding You would out. be out for the count, freaking out for uh, like a little while. Yeah, I yeah. would say in counter to that, though, there is... Um when you're in war, I mean, there's a certain amount of adrenaline that's pumping through you. Sure. And you can withstand some. Good. Yeah, I would say there's a good amount of no, adrenaline. No, not, not enough. No, not yeah. enough to counter if someone shot you in the leg. No, no. So this almost is just, anywhere shot you in the stomach and you can't. You got to remember that. that this is a yeah, this is a fucking video game and not in like it's not, not your, an article. Your f- maybe a, your final like, fight. Like yeah. maybe that final flight or fight. Uh, syndrome thing going on that's a very final thing that's not a oh next 30 minutes of this battle i'm taking every bullet i think that's bullshit (laughs) that's hollywood man i think the best way that this could have been resolved would have been like some kind of bleeding effect yeah if you get shot in the stomach you have a certain amount of time to get healed by a medic or you get fucked rpg stuff coming in here i'm just wondering i'm wondering like would that not make really really if you got shot in the fucking rainbow six is realistic it's it's pretty list but you can withstand like two bullets before you go down it's not very fun though it is an awesome game. What nah, are you talking about? I don't about? think it's that great. Rainbow Six 3 on PS2. I'm talking about Rainbow Six 1. It's rough. It's where fun, you, though, because you have to be really tactical. Where you plan your tactics with yeah. the team, and then you have to you know, carry you that out. You guys can right. play Rainbow, Rainbow Six Siege with me, which is actually pretty fun. It's, I, I do see where you're coming from, but I, it, it needs to be fun before realistic. So okay, well, yeah. I just don't want to mix up the fact that like just because you can take bullet hits and in no, the game the, and just game because you can take bullet hits saying. in a movie doesn't mean that you can really take a bullet we're not, hit. We're not yeah, we can find credit. out how you're going to react. <laughs> we're not giving this game credit <laughs> yeah. for being so. super realistic. We're giving this no, game credit well, for I like fun. to yes. give it credit because it, it, it's uh, it's willing to do a bullet drop. It's willing to have a gigantic um, large scale And it's battlefield. by far more satisfying than Call of Duty. Um, and it's also like it's it's a game that does not go easy on you. Uh, in any sense of the word, I'm wondering if if there'll ever be like an extreme mode where it will be super real. They do have something. a hardcore, yeah, and hardcore you do mode, die yeah. with uh, body shots. Yeah, okay. so it's and that's the best one to snipe in. Yeah, except for I the love, problem is I love hardcore a lot. More. Everyone else likes to snipe in it too, so it's brutal. <laughs> so you know that mode in Call of Duty where it's like you're 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 on the ground, but you can still kind of shoot if you want to. That should be what happens oh, if you get hit stand? anywhere but a lethal area you'll be 
cowered on the ground. So in this game, <laughs> in your final stand. So another thing, always in a final stand, or if you like, if a medic gets to you soon so, enough, yeah. you might survive. So another thing <laughs> yeah. in this game, Joe, if you do go That's down, what I want to see. So if you do go down and you do die, then you have a medic right there who can then come fucking inject you with morphine or adrenaline and you're back up. Yeah, they could res you. Yeah, you can be revived. I want a super realistic version. That's all I'm asking for. <laughs> <laughs> super yeah, realistic. Well, that's what Battlefield promised me, but then it sounds no, like it, there is where some did it bullshit. Where say it was supposed to be super realistic? There's always bullshit in a fucking shooter. There's, yeah. there's no way around we will it. You, do, you do die pretty quick, though. I mean, <laughs> all right. you so, can die pretty well, you, fast. You die fast in any shooter. Call of Duty, you could die in a fucking second. Yeah, so, yeah fair. And so in Battlefield 1, they have World War One version of their tanks. They have biplanes that can fly around that are pretty slow you can easily snipe people in them but i say easily meaning you can hit the target but actually getting the guy out takes talent and you have horses as well for vehicles where you can ride a horse you can trample people with horses or you can use your scimitar scimitar and slice them as you ride and then cavalry sword looks like a scimitar and then you can have a rifle uh, that you can shoot as well cavalry 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 anyways (laughs) Calvary. What's that, Jim? Anyway, like so you city. also can man. Um, <laughs> you can also man flat guns and then field guns for tanks. You can bring certain things in your classes that help you take down tanks and vehicles. Um, some more eff- more effectively than others. The assault class is best at taking down vehicles. Medic class is best for helping your team. The support class, you can throw ammo around, and you can also have a mortar that you can shoot out. You can have high explosive for vehicles or frag for people. Yeah, the sniper class is if you don't care about the team and you just want your own hog. (laughs) So that's for me. Sniper class, you basically go in for KD ratio. (laughs) So sniper is the way to go. And um, that's basically all the classes there. Then the gameplay, again, it's semi-destructible maps where buildings will collapse, craters will be created by explosives, and so forth. All right, so I have a quick question for you guys. How do you feel about it going to World War One um, instead of being like every other shooter game right now going to like future stuff like Call of Duty is going into fucking space now and they've been going <laughs> further and further in, into like future into their warfare. Own asshole. Yeah, <laughs> further and further you know, their own asshole. Uh, other how games, can we become like, more like Halo? Yeah, other games that are and then like Halo's like, Halo. how can we become more like Call of Duty? Until they're the same game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, one day. They were the same game. Halo, Call of Halo. Reach was Call of Duty. Come on. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, Call of, so Reach the is the last yeah. Halo game that I played. But anyway, how do you feel about them going back instead of like trying to do future I, stuff like the rest of the RP or the rest of the shooter? Um, or World War Two, which is what World War Two is the default. Does. Yeah, well, it's I easy because it. it's fucking huge. But so I love this World War One take on. I mean, if you're actually playing it, you're like, this is a far cry from World War One, actually. <laughs> so we're all sitting here with these automatic weapons when they were just starting to be actually invented at that time. Yeah, Not they would have been very, use. very or a bad. high amount of uh, of airplanes and shit when airplanes were pretty. They they were used in World War One, but very rarely. <laughs> They got it right Very where, the, <laughs> where the pilot, um, where they, I, I guess they don't have it as right because they do have lots of gun spots on some, or certain guns, but the pilot really didn't have guns that he could control um, because they didn't. Have, so 
later in the game like later in like world war one they guess they did have guns that they could shoot yeah they but the actual but the actual gun where they could time it with the propeller blades to shoot the gun through the propeller blades was not until later yeah it was the germans who invented that yeah. too um, and they started fucking the shit out and of And that's when planes and dogfighting became very prevalent. But before, it was you had another guy in your plane who had a gun, and that's right. what his job was. So I, I do like how they had that in the game where you did have control um, because it was supposed to be a little bit later, I think. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, some of the stuff wasn't realistic, and I don't I don't mind the plane thing as much as I do the, uh, the fucking giant blimps. Those things... <laughs> Those things were really bad. They were awful. Like so, they're amazing as yeah. far as the technology is concerned. They're fucking crazy, but they sucked. They sucked so fucking bad. They like <laughs> decommissioned it. They're like, no, we're not fucking doing this anymore. So in the game, yeah, if you have a team that's losing, they get their their blimp or they get their train, and that really does. If you can use it effectively, it really will turn the tide for them to help them get a better foothold until someone brings it down rockets and explosives and vehicles will take them down yeah so uh those are those are pretty brutal uh, i like i like how the each class kind of has its own place except for assault i think the only good thing about assault is the tnt assault is against vehicles and if you're really good with uh running and gunning the assault class actually does that remember some of those matches i was playing with you i got 30 plus kills during matches because I was being assaulting and doing the run and gun. Thing. Yeah, no run and gun is great in this game. It's if you play a lot of call of duty, um, you can play this game just fine. You just need to get it up in there, get close. I mean, yeah. And so, but at, in terms of usefulness to everyone else, assault is only really useful if there's a vehicle and the guy knows how to play effectively. Cause but technically if you, if you run up to a vehicle, you're fucking dead recon is probably the least useful for the team i mean you, know, you do get to spot a lot and if you use your scope to spot for the team and just spot and that's all you're doing then that's really helpful to the team because when you spot someone they're visible to everyone else on the map and they can see them yeah yeah and then you get points for them getting killed by the team yep yeah like spot assist and shit like that um overall what would you take to be your favorite thing from the gameplay um I just love the fact that it's Battlefield. I mean, I, I like the bullet drop. I like the satisfaction I get from getting a huge, super long headshot, uh, bringing I think, somebody down. I think your headshot is still just two meters further than mine. Yeah. That shits me off so bad. Oh, I know. It gets you, it gets <laughs> you man. I beat Caleb for a while in Battlefield 4, and then he went and got like a 830 meter one, and I was like, what the fuck? It's, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> that that one I got in Battlefield 4, it was, I don't know if I could get much further than that. Yeah, in the that's game. like the like the span of the map it gets like to a point where you're so far away sniping each other that you can see the bullet traveling in and just sidestep it <laughs> <laughs> yeah you gotta, like, um, you gotta like trick them into taking it yeah i've i've fallen into my favorite class i think right now has to be the med class where i have the sniper that i'm treating like an acog sniper and then i can throw down heels for myself and then stuff like that but other than that, yeah, and I would give gameplay, in my opinion, probably an eight. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm giving it a fucking ten, dude. I think oh, the gameplay is amazing in this game. So I, I got a little. So I was talking about how aircraft wasn't really used much. Um, they used it for reconnaissance a, a lot. Out of the nine. 38 million deaths during World War One, 27,000 was caused by aircraft. You so, know, most of the deaths so, are not much. <laughs> so, in most comparison. So, if you, I really, mean, that's like killing Springville, but 
if you get into this, if you get in this, uh, into world war one and study it, most of the deaths were caused by fucking artillery. And then were the reign of death where it's just millions of shells being launched in one barrage. And you're talking normal explosive grenades, shrapnel grenades, you're, and then even fucking gas shells being shot down the range. You're talking millions of shells being shot down. That's where all the deaths come from. About half of those deaths are civilian deaths. Yeah. yeah. So it's not all from. And it's because. Artillery. No, well, it's they because, bombed the shit out of No, it's because, the, it's because they'll set up the artillery and just fucking shell the shit out of it. But it's not from aircraft. There are about 27,000 deaths from aircraft. I just read the page. And I'm pretty sure if you look at the well, stats of the game. I don't doubt I'm pretty sure you. if you look at the stats of the I'm game. I'm just saying that the, the game itself is like, there's a there's at least, there's a couple aircraft for every battle, and it's like, it's not like that. No, I'm still, I think if you look at the stats of how many people aircraft. have died by aircraft versus how many, you know, how many other deaths there are, I'm pretty sure aircraft have a very small amount of actual kills. It's very in the game. small. Well, yeah, but we're not fighting with civilians around either, so the civilian number doesn't matter. But it's, it's still, only military numbers. It's still like well, that would off. increase. That would still. I'm wondering why they put airplanes in this game. Besides reconnaissance, maybe well, why they put it in at all? Well, they do have dogfights. So. Battlefield and also, known. also the little earpiece that every soldier apparently has. Yeah, yeah. They're checking out our things. Blah blah blah. Like that's not true. No, that, that no. <laughs> <laughs> I just well, wish it why, was more, why you got to have eighty. I just wish yeah. it was more accurate to World War One. That's all I'm asking for. See, the I thought when I saw the trailer, I was excited because I was like, "Wow, the struggle for that would really be cool. hard to make an enjoyable." And it's game. just like no, because that's not true. No, I mean, if you get only so there have some maps that do feature. You would trenches. have to not call it Battlefield One so that people don't go fuck. It's not Battlefield. You would have to call it something else. Yeah, and it would be. But still, I agree. You I would still, still make play a good it. Game out I would still that. play it. But then you'd be speed. It'd be people shooting at each other across a field from trenches, and you only get like. A couple planes. It's not like a shitload of planes, so I don't know. It's not a big deal. I don't think. All right, all right. It's the perfect World War One battle. So every time. Yeah. All right. Now let's get to design. All right. How's the game look? Amazing. Yeah, it looks phenomenal. Looks better than Battlefield Four. Looks better than pretty Battlefront much. even. Well, yeah. <laughs> Battlefront doesn't. Look so great. it looks amazing. And then with the would you put destructible land and terrain and design yeah I would. yeah so with the yeah with almost everything being able to be destroyed like any cover you take even the fucking ground will be cratered in front of you and you can use craters as cover for your you know for future yeah. endeavors got yeah. some douchebag sniping you from a building just fucking blow the building up and crumble it around his stupid ass like the fucking windmills yeah just lower the windmills to the ground yeah <laughs> fucking behemoths <laughs> um just the design of the guns. They try to stick close to what they were in real life were for the rifles. A lot of the design for the actual um, guns is, is uh, taken from uh, what a lot of the design of the actual guns was taken from like the automatic weapons. Those are actual designs that were, were being used. Um, but other than that, Let's see the design of the soldiers with their funny little capes. The 
Yeah, every uh, every sniper has a cape on. It's pretty sweet looking. It like swooshes when you shoot too. So it's like, oh, and some then, superhero. This yeah. is the war where people Snipe were still man. in their traditional army clothes. So before you'd have their they officers have and, all, and all their and all their little coats, and then they the do. Germans with their pointy hats and stuff. And this is the this is them trying actually finding out that being all decked out with that stuff is a bad idea because people can see you. Hmm. Well, and the British never figured it out. But <laughs> <laughs> like, um, how about we have a cross thing on us for the, the uh, revolutionary war. And then, and then we're going to have a target <laughs> as our design. That's our fucking design for our planes. red, bright red. target. Yeah. With a white circle assholes. Like they're just asking for it. <laughs> um, what else would you mention for design? Uh, oh, they still took over almost all how, of the world. They did with those coats on. They how, did. Do you, how do you find the? Maps <laughs> they wanted to make together. it fair. They wanted to make it a fair fight. Is what they did. Uh, I think the maps. I think the maps for the most part are a lot of fun. I didn't really have any problems with the design. There's a few like certain maps. If you if you get to a certain point with your team, you just fucking hold it. Yeah, and it makes it really hard for the other team to get past that. Well, that's more a gameplay problem than. I feel that's design. the design. No, it's the design of the map that has oh maybe a bottleneck kind of situation. Yeah, it's a bottleneck situation, especially that one desert map where um, if you get all the way up to one end and then they're all spawning from the original spawn point, you can just hold it. Yeah, they can't come around and defeat you because if you just have people shaped in a in a U and you're just fighting on all ends, they can't. They can't do anything. That's kind of realistic though, in a way. Like you can it just is, fuck but people th- over. These maps are are supposed to be designed to where it's easy for someone to flank you if they need to. Yeah, I would say one other problem with the design, and this almost bleeds into gameplay. There are times where my gun is above a wall. I'm around a wall, but I shoot and it hits the The wall wall anyway. I'm like, okay, I scope in. I see a fucking dude with my scope and I shoot the wall and I see the wall like take damage. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Is there a wall or is it a dude? And then there's the one of the windmills when you're at the very top window. It's supposed to be an awesome sniping part where you can still see the windmill blades going through. So you have to time your shot to go through the windmill blades. But even when you time your shot and you're shooting between the windmill blades, it acts like there's still something fucking there when there isn't. Yeah. So you got to get your buddy in the tank to just blow the fucking windmill blades off the whole thing so that it's gone. Uh, that part's pretty intuitive, though. The fact that they're like, oh, OK, this is gone. So now you can shoot through it. But I did run into problems um, with that. And then also, there's times where you won't really be moving, but the map will, like, make you move. You'll be, like, sitting there crouched, and, like, you'll just, like, suddenly Oh, yeah, jerk when you're around. on the edge of something. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would not call that a ga- uh, design problem. That's a gameplay problem. Then there was a the design is just visuals. It's well, I, it's yeah. because yeah. of the it's because of the destructible uh, environment. The, the environment, design which is still destroyed. coding. That's not. And art. then I was going to say at the very beginning of that's how it looks when it's. Well, destroyed. you have to code the art, you dumb fuck. Yeah, I know, and that's not that's a gameplay problem. That's not a, that's not a graphic or an art thing. Fine. I'm just saying it's the wrong category. <laughs> Whatever. What do you want? What are you going to say, Cam? Anyways, you I was take saying, points off. Of fucking shut up. Damn it. <laughs> Anyways, as I was going to say, in the beginning of the game, Cameron, you wanted me to talk so desperately three minutes ago and I was just watching <laughs> you squirm and now you're pissed off. I didn't want I you to talk. Talking. No, I didn't want you to talk at all. I'd rather you just be fucking silent. Anyway, as I'm trying to talk and review this game, <laughs> you can give your opinion when it's your turn, Joe. As I was going to say, at the beginning of the game, they did have problems with bugs. Um, oh, yeah, just be offended a little bit right now. Yeah. Anyway, so at the beginning of this, uh, when that first came out, and then you'd hop into a vehicle, and then you'd be driving along and stuff, 
and all of a sudden you're not in the vehicle anymore because they shouldn't have spawned. Did you ever have trouble problems with that at the beginning of the game? Uh, no, I did find some glitches though. I mean, there would be horses going into buildings and there would be, oh, the one time that I charged a guy and I speared him in the back with my, uh, <laughs> yeah. Did you tweet that? Bayonet. Yeah. I had a video of that and he, I also tweeted something that was a piece of shit for the, uh, the online. Yeah. Or like swung at a guy and like went through him and then nothing happened. Yeah. There's uh yeah. there's some, there's some problems with it early on, but I feel like most of that's worked out. It hasn't happened for, for a little while. Uh, so, you know, shit, shit happens in these it games. does bleed into like some like, like joe was saying with the design uh, kind of does bleed into gameplay because they've designed the level to be destructible <sighs> so i don't know i agree i'm gonna take one off for gameplay then there's yeah. some problems with it and, and then what would you give design um i don't know i think i think design gets a i think design gets a 10 i think everything looks really good i think the uh <laughs> the look of the guns is great i think the look of the characters is great i like the way the maps are i mean i know there are some maps that do i'm still gonna give it a nine like they could have let's see what they do with dlc is what i'm gonna say but right now design gets a nine just because of how it does affect gameplay all right what about the uh, music and sound of the game now the soundtrack for the most part is note it's just it only plays during certain situations and yeah that's just a fucking yeah the note that goes on to build intensity it's seriously soundtrack during the story story storyline is actually they've designed it to fit and stuff but i don't know how how about designing sound to fit multiplayer they only have it oh it looks like an intense battle's going on let's play the note (laughs) it's true yeah the note is a constant thing and it's honestly it's kind of distracting like it's like oh yeah this is powerful but then you hear it like seven times and then when they start playing that music when the match is close to close to being done that music to let to increase the intensity oh crap it's going to be done here in just a few seconds so i'm fine and losing yeah that that one i like the idea of that that's cool and then the sad music the sad violin music that's like 80 percent of the game like because <laughs> you fucking died now you look at the menu and it's a sad violin yeah it, it's it's sad violin and note and that's the soundtrack to this game so two songs yeah it's like they they just got i don't know what you get for the note thing i don't know what the fuck creates that sound other than like a fucking giant uh horn it's a fog horn it is it is a fucking fog okay horn. A gi- they got a fog horn and a violin and they made the soundtrack of this game <laughs> and then and then when the dreadnought we forgot that on some maps with a lot of water um the losing team gets a dreadnought which is a battleship and it does have a fucking fog horn <laughs> yeah and it goes for like 10 seconds it's like brrr. And it's cool, but it's like, geez, dude, I, I hear that so often in the game. But when you get to the sound of the guns and the explosions and stuff and how it creates immersiveness, how do you feel about that? I think uh, the sound of the guns and shit like that is perfect. I think it's uh, it really helps deal with the uh, the environment. And it's scary when you hear like you hear sniper rounds you know what? going if, off and they're hitting the ground around you and like, you can't <laughs> see where they're coming from, but you hear it. I'll tell you one thing, though, especially when you play infantry a lot and you put on nice headphones and you hear the sound of a horse, you're fucking looking everywhere for that at- bastard. Yeah. Like, clop, clop, whoa, clop, shit, clop, that's going to fuck out of me. 
What? What, what scared you? The fucking uh, turning on the reverb thing. <laughs> the reverb scared you? Yeah, well, it sounded like it came from behind your, me. It was your like, little, uh, your little jump. <laughs> <laughs> he did fucking jump in his chair there. Dude, it sounded like something like right here. And I was like, whoa. I was just fucking with things on my mic. It's oh, just man. Like, here we go. Like, <laughs> fuck, dude. Um, no yeah. else can hear me. Only you can hear me. Oh God! Help. For some reason, when someone hops on a horse and you're infantry, you're just like you. You don't know what to do. Sometimes you can dive to the ground to so he can't hit you with his scimitar, but he can still run over you with the horse. And you just when you hear a horse, you're looking at your map to see if it's your team. And you're just looking every fucking which way. And then if you shoot the horse, not the guy, the horse has more health than the guy does. So you have to really be precise with that. But that's one thing about sound that just really freaks you out. Yeah, the. Uh the horses are like fucking tanks dude they have a ton of hp and it's crazy <laughs> but uh i don't know i i think the voice acting in this game is pretty good too i didn't have any problems with that yeah voice acting was good but back on the horse real fast <laughs> i always i always wanted it to have like a squad of us to all get on horses and to line up on the top of a dune and then just fucking ride down Ghost horse. yeah all of, all four of us just doing like the the Gandalf thing when the on the third day when the sun rises look to the east and all of us just fucking line up on a dune and just ride our way down towards yeah the enemy. just hacking people to pieces <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty fun um but yeah the voice acting I think is you know when you get a triple A game title like this you can pay good voice actors and they do a good job and it's really apparent in this game especially with the different storylines you have the the australian guy dude his voice is magic i'm just gonna say that <laughs> and then the different um different you know parts of the game the italian episode was really good with voice acting and so forth so yeah they did a good job with that i want to marry one of them australian girls she has magic voice <laughs> magic uh magic accent yeah uh so i feel like with the music and sound i'm probably gonna give it a i'll give it a solid eight i'm gonna give it eight too just because i feel like there could be more music yeah the soundtrack's pretty uninspiring i mean it's cool what they do have and i do like the violin pieces but seriously it is yeah, that's if you're playing uh, playing multiplayer all the time but during the storyline they do have good music i just feel like i don't know they should have had more yeah well the story also probably should have been longer than six hours yeah i did i did one scenario and then i did the rest of the scenarios in one night could you imagine like if before each, nude clan if each scenario was six hours long a piece i'd probably be bitching about that because <laughs> <laughs> then i'd be like fuck i have to get 30 70, hours i have to get 70 collectibles in each fucking story no, okay so realistically let's say if each scenario was two hours no one yeah that's fucking 10 hours so two hours long a piece That'd be fine. Yeah. I think that would be perfect. I mean, it's, I don't know. It's supposed to just give you a taste, though. Everyone knows that the multiplayer is where it's at yeah. as far as Battlefield but goes. But they did such a good job of the story in this one that you wanted more. But anyways, this is about music. So, actually, it is. <laughs> this section is about, about music and sound. Yeah. yeah. So. And we gave it an eight each. Yeah. So. We gave it an eight. All so, right. For the final category, <laughs> the replayability. Well, seeing as we keep coming back to this game again and again and again to play multiplayer... Yeah, yeah. I'd give what it is a that solid for playing the the story as well. A solid fucking. You give 10. it a solid what? Solid ten. Solid what? A solid fucking ten. Solid fucking. I'd give 10. it a, f- a fucking solid a gold fucking shit. Ten solid. That's the. <laughs> oh, that was solid. All right, so I got. <laughs> fucking, I would call that a solid ten. Fucking ten solid. 
Nice. <laughs> or Cameron. <laughs> that doesn't compute. Uh, you know, I'll, uh, what, what I'll give it... What does solid mean? I'll give it a 10 as well. I think the game is a lot of fun. Oh, I'm Jesus. excited to see the... Uh, I'm excited to see the stuff coming out for it. I'm excited it, to. Yeah, I can't wait till the 10? DLC comes out. Oh, yeah. He, he gave it a fluid okay. 10. Yeah, it doesn't fluid, know what gender yeah. is right now. It's, it's not solid. It's fluid. <laughs> and I expect you to give it a gas 10 when the time comes. Yeah, a gaseous uh, 10. Yeah, and then Joe will do a uh, plasma a plasma 10. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I, 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 we do keep coming back to it. This is my first person shooter of choice. Not that I'm going to get to play it anytime soon. You know, but it's funny because we were playing Battlefront, you know, but then we started playing this game and you go back to Battlefront. It's like a very apparent how much better that this game is than Battlefront. Yeah, I yeah, I was trying to go back and get and they're some both trophies. made by the same studio, too. So I was going in. Would and you want to see bullet drop with lasers? No, <laughs> like, fuck no. <laughs> you know, with lasers, there shouldn't be any recoil. I'll just let you know. But no, anyways, moving <laughs> forward. Yeah, good point. <laughs> So, uh, final thoughts on it. I think the story's good. The gameplay is pretty fucking solid. There's some problems with, uh, like, s- visual spatial issues in the game where the I think a lot of some it comes of that from... comes from it being still new. I, well, it's it's more, I would say, along the lines of the destructible environments that causes it. I mean, you, there, there's so much that goes into a building being blown up and how it changes the map, and I'm sure there's a margin of error that I fucking find often enough that it pisses me off. There's also times where you'll be trying to jump and you'll like vault over something instead and okay you just gave me flashbacks yeah there was one where you like <laughs> were screaming at the game and uh it was <laughs> it there was, was this point where there was this point where i was a lone gunman going back to one of our objectives the objectives that were stolen i was running up to the objective i killed two people right I, right off the bat, I look down at this trench that had a little canopy, right? I kill another That's dude, right. and I can see more more dudes in, in underneath <laughs> the canopy. And so what I wanted to do was jump into the trench. But what does my guy do? He jumps on top of the fucking canopy. <laughs> oh, man, I'm still so pissed about that. Yeah, and we're talking canopy, like fucking I, I don't even know what the material is it would it's rip canvas. under your fat ass it's canvas <laughs> and, and you're then, just like oh let's jump up here and there's moron. like and there's like five feet of room between the top of the trench and the top of the canopy so yeah walk right in no top of the canopy we go and all the snipers in the area oh look a target Da-da-da. still still a little yeah, spicy about that one <laughs> there's some spicy. shit uh there's some shit for sure but speaking of spicy yeah there is some shit for sure yeah all right, so <laughs> one last thing. Where do you think the Battlefield series is going to go after this one? Do you think they're going to go forward with uh, Battlefield good, 2? Good are they going to go forward into the future? Civil. Or are they going to go like, yeah, Civil War? That'd be awesome. Revolutionary yeah. Yeah. No, 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 you know what they're going to do? You they'll know what find they're do? something like, oh, they flew kites back in the Civil <laughs> yeah, War. No, no, no. So, what they're going to do is and fucking then it's gonna be Every Battlefield is going to have like eight kites in the air doing things. No, what's going to happen is everyone's going to walk around with the fucking Gatling gun. Just... Battlefield. We have to make this good. Gatling Battlefield Wild so. Wild West. <laughs> right. Oh my god. Yeah, everyone has this. That would be gun. like uh, Cowboys and Indians. You would be there even you know. more pissed at that because the West wasn't really that fucking bad. So it's like a huge. <laughs> it's this fucking Italian. Huge lie. Yeah. It's the, mean, there's a huge amount of native population. Well, other, other than that, other most than of that those was minor instances. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, most right. of that was disease. I'm talking like uh, saloon well, fights and shit. Say- that doesn't. That's not really that fucking popular. That shit did not happen very. Oh, you're often. talking about that. I'm talking about like you know killing Indians. Yeah, because oh, well. you know actual U.S. versus 
certain native population. So it'd be like dudes with the revolvers versus like dudes with tomahawks and yeah, bows. Yeah, curious how that turns out. Sometimes <laughs> they—it's not always tomahawk. The, the, the they would trade and they would have guns too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Of course, but, some of them were on our side too. Eventually. Eventually, when they gave and up, and I think it was the French <laughs> and Indian no War. I think they it would armed be, the Native Americans. Uh, no, I'm excited, excited against the, the Red Dead. I want to say, was it against the yeah. French? Or? I'm really super excited yeah. about that Red Dead. Anyway, Red Dead too. I do think going back in the past to explore other wars would be fun. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Cold War. Can you imagine how awesome of a game that would be? Oh, the, I wonder the, if there's the, a game. Spy game. game. Yeah, it's just spying. It's stealth. Yeah. I wonder if there's a no game that's action actually whatsoever. done that. that uh, is there a game that actually you go back yeah. in time it's to go Korean visit war. a war? Assassin's Creed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Assassin's Creed Civil War. You did that. The Korean War and the Vietnamese War were both uh, Cold War uh, products. Yeah. What, what if they just leave like America out of it and then just they just do something Call else? Of Duty like Japan did, uh, versus, Ru- versus Russia. They did Korean? Um, they did Vietnam a little bit with uh, Black, Black Ops. Ops. Well, yeah. that was also Cold War. Yeah. But it wasn't. It, sort it was sort of Cold war He did stop a fucking nuke when it was I starting. I mean, you were launch, listening to a nuts. fucking Russian talk to you in one of the, one of the games. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, and you're crazy so, <laughs> the whole time. What do they call that type of war? It's a... It's a war where two nations fight through other nations. I can't remember what. There's an actual term for warception. No, I know Russia does it all the time. I know what so, you're so going. Russia and America did that all the time. I know what you're trying right, to say. That's what I'm I, talking yeah. about. Uh, both the uh, both the Korean War, surrogate and, war. I don't know. I think that might actually be. Is it? Yeah. It's something like that. Something, I know what yeah, you're talking what about, though. Like uh, like we tried to do with the Bay of Pigs. So it's that's what the Korean War is. Is a is a I think it's a surrogate war or like something where you it's really Russia versus the US but it was North Korea versus South Korea <laughs> yeah, it's like when we were playing Civ 5 that one day and you were trying to take over that uh, that city state but I kept yeah, giving them like 500 that's exactly gold what it is. <laughs> and Joe, Joe's just like god dude I can't take this city state over they just keep pumping out units and I'm like man that is crazy <laughs> Like, I remember how? that. That was funny. Oh, my yeah. God. too good. <laughs> He's like, it's too powerful. What the fuck? Are you giving it gold? <laughs> uh, yeah, and I was afraid because they were my friend, <laughs> and I didn't want Joe as Japan to just start fucking taking everybody over. So I was like, nah, let's keep this shit alive. And the city-states in that game, they they have some serious trade deals going on because they could buy way more shit with 500 gold than my ass can. Yeah. They're pulling out, like, fucking... Stormtroopers and Joe's coming at him with fucking samurai. <laughs> so it's called a proxy war. Proxy war. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. All right. Thank you. I but think it would be fun to explore more of those wars that aren't really explored in the gaming industry, like World War One. It's not. You don't really do World War One. I. I think uh, Revolutionary War would be cool. It would have to be a tactical game, though. Honestly, it'd have to be a something like guerrilla warfare. Yeah, it'd have to be something along the lines of uh, Company of Heroes, sort of a game where you just send people. Um, at a certain area, so I don't know how that would carry over to Battlefield necessarily, but I, I feel like you might be able to do it. I They would have to do one shot, and then you have to sit there and like <laughs> pump the, the put the ball in, put yeah. the primer in, fucking take like a minute and a half. Yeah, but we're talking about Battlefield and what is the premise of Battlefield? So what other type of war could they get into that would be fun to play? I don't want them to go futuristic because... No, I hate that. And it's funny because the COD is just trying to evolve. They're trying to be better than just doing the same shit over and over again, but I hate it at the same time. No, because it got... It got okay, and, yeah. 
what got me into first person shooters was world at war. That was awesome. And then they just sweeten the deal with black ops one and two. And then you have your modern warfare one and two. That's like the golden day game day of like shooters. And then you have your battlefield three the Romans versus battlefield the Carthaginians. Four. That would be sweet. <laughs> But you're talking about more like RTS. <laughs> I think it'd be stuff. awesome. Talk, uh, you could do you Battlefield do RTS versus dude. No, Battlefield no. RTS. You get ah. bows and you get close range, and that's the game. Yeah, man. So basically, and you have to do shield walls and shit. So like, oh, like dude, yes. everyone, everyone shield has to pull up spears. Everyone has to pull up the shield wall, or yeah. random people will get like fucking. Oh, dude, this sounds amazing. So you're talking like <laughs> Far Cry Primal with bows and up close yeah. weapons, but then uh, no, no. In a massive map where you're like, you got armies of people. It's like 400 multiplayer, 400 people on each side, and it's like this fucking crazy. Romans versus barbarians Can you imagine shit? how Wait, boring no, it be to You should actually person? play the, the civilization who you know, commands those troops and then you can command them at Oh fuck. That's an RTS. <laughs> oh wait, wait, that's civilization. Okay. No, yeah. no, no, no. So we're, like, <laughs> let's, let's, let's give the serious thought. Like what would you play as a battlefield? The one like battlefield game. That's I not, would seriously play. I, w- I like the Cowboys and Indians one. Yeah, I dig that. Make it bullshit. French, Western. the French and Indian war one. I like that revolutionary war one. But then I like. they're going to be Anything competing. American, they're going like. to be competing with anything <laughs> American. They'll be competing with red dead though. Uh, not really. It's going to be first person shooter. Red Dead's more of a sandbox game. Yeah. Okay. So we have, we have that. They, they, uh, World War II's kind of, but they, Battlefield hasn't visited World War II in a long time, have they? No. Uh, How about the Sino, the Sino Japanese War or the, what is that? The Sino Russo War? Or the Mongolians. No. What about that? The <laughs> Mongolian Horde. Battlefield. Yeah. China Mongolia. versus the Mongolian Horde. I think they're going to stay away from swords <laughs> and bows. Would you call that a uh, tower defense game? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be sweet, dude. I don't know. I think I think the future is is open because it could be anything they want. Yeah, the past is open. How many fucking civil war games do you know? There's a history oh. channel one, but it's a piece of shit. You know, everyone said that about <laughs> we World can't War one. do it. With how fun is that going to be? How is that going to be? Fuck. How good is that going to be? I automatically heard about this game and thought it was a good idea. I thought so too. <laughs> but when they, when you say a civil war shooter game, yeah, American, Hell yeah. American civil war, you could do, just you make it melee kills stuff. like a yeah. shitload of melee and like just, people marching and there's like rules and shit you have to like be fair that's not but no like, how do you translate that into a multiplayer map <laughs> it's more like you could do it you could it's do it. oh be yeah a basically sorry. club not, not game civil. it's you're gonna be stabbed it's gonna be a sword fighting game is what it's gonna turn into be if you, you want to be accurate with guns a lot everyone's fucking okay let's say everyone's fucking shooting mini balls and that's when yeah. they have this is the melee and then the, that's what the melee already is. But let's say, let's say they all it's go just a long reload time. Let's say, no, no, no. Let's say because the mini ball, you I get think cannonballs, dude. One. It's fucking it's, awesome. Get some, get some crossbows and up so in there. The mini ball, they had the bullet and inside and the gunpowder inside a, a paper packet they could just ram in, and that's how they that's how they did the mini ball. And so maybe you could do that because it's quicker. Or you have uh, people. You, they, or you they, have all the available weapons at the time. You know what they also had? They had lines of people. They would have like a group of. Uh, it'd be three deep. They'd have one guy shoot. They'd go to the back. They'd take time to reload. You no take, one's you going get, to fucking play. How that. about this? How about you get? I will. Sweet. You get no three. One, in Battlefield One, no one wants to play in a fucking squad. Here's so how the, do they get them to stand in a fucking line? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You get control of all three of those characters. <laughs> 
You get the first guy, you get the guy in the front, you shoot, and then that guy moves back, and then you're the second guy, and uh, you shoot with that guy. That guy like goes to the back. Um, so you are a squad. Now this is, this is becoming a really squad, strange. Yeah. yeah, you are a squad, and like any of those members can die, and then it just takes you that much longer to reload, because you don't get the second and third guy while you're pumping that shit. Yeah. I think cannon would be sweet. They'd have to make it gib, though. They're like ripping people's arms off and shit. I don't think that's feasible, but it was feasible in fucking I think World his, of I War. Think his West, his, his Wild West <laughs> game, like you, you, like the Alamo, doing that fucking like yeah. the, the American Mexican War as as a battlefield game. That would be sweet. Yeah, um, I could I see wouldn't that. mind just leaving America out of it and just doing other country wars. That'd be that fine be too. Sweet. Easy. Hey now, hey now. They, they have, when have they, we been out of it? They, they have a lot of other wars. There's been really only like six years in U.S. history where there wasn't a major military conflict somewhere. Yeah, where the U.S. wasn't involved in anything. It's a. It's we're all about the video games. Yeah, for, just, for just war. leave America out of it for a bit, though. America so, hasn't get, been dude, out it, of it. You guys, you solved it. This is the conspiracy theory. They have to have a new war every now and then, so there's more fuel for video games. It's perfect. Okay. Yeah, that's the, the gaming industry is. Yeah, that's why everything is going to the future in space. I don't know. Could, I know. Could you? Could you do like Desert Storm Battlefield version? Yeah, I think that's feasible enough. Maybe not Desert Storm. But they made a. They've made Desert Storm I've games. I know they made Desert Storm games, but like you a Battlefield game. Strepo the game. It, about, you know what? Strepo the game. It would honestly just be <laughs> like 1920 a... 1920 Chicago. Oh, that'd game. be sweet. Ma, uh, like They've mafia. already done yeah. Hardline with cops and robbers, but you can actually do like mafia yeah, but mob they didn't, shit. Yeah, right. they didn't have uh, Boston right. accents, though. Uh, <laughs> great Hollywood shootout, the game. Yeah. <laughs> no. It's what about... Uh, I, think it's, I think it needs to stick to war zones. Well, um, I, I do think the the West one would be fun. Mexico would be fun. Um, I don't know. Maybe like a cartel game where you're like either in the cartel that or against it. That sounds more like it, a Tom Clancy game. It, actually, that is a Tom Clancy game. There is one where you fight the cartel. Like, it just barely came out. Uh, That's the, the book Clear and Present Danger, the whole premise of that. Oh, really? So, yeah. Oh, fuck. Uh, maybe you play as... The, uh, the, the cartel. cartel. <laughs> you don't have a choice. It's just cartel versus other cartel. Um, I yeah, know. I don't know. There's a million things you could do. Yeah, it doesn't but, have to have helicopters. Main, I know and it doesn't have to be. I know they've proven right. that. The with problem with uh, Desert Storm and anything more modern it is it would just be kind of a like a it'd crappier. Yeah, it'd be a crappier <laughs> Battlefield Three. It's like Battlefield Three, but with shitty guns. So I I don't know I I, I don't know I think I might have a, a feeling that they're going to go into World War Two again but a different how version. Many, of how it. many video games based on the Korean War? I don't know. I don't I don't can't think of any. Yeah. So that would be great. Like come on. And there's not that many. Based yeah, but on they're going to have to pick mainstream no, there's wars. Not. Either they're going to invent their own war, but I feel like they're going to go back to World War Two after Battlefield. I, I don't mind the f- them going back to World War Two. I don't. And if they if like like how World at War they were focusing on the Pacific theater, maybe they do something kind of like that where they focus on a different part of the war. Yeah, because I mean, how many fucking missions am I going to have to do with D Day? I mean, maybe they'll do World War One Part Two. You never know. Yeah, they could. That very well could be the case. Or is you like, you have to do all the, everything World War One. You have to assassinate the dude. And <laughs> you have to, you have to do all the invasions. You and have like, to instigate the war. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, that would be fun, right? I think it'd be you great. Call that, the game would just be called the Black Hand or whatever the group was called. That'd be. Yeah, cool. yeah. Uh, you just do all their fucked up stuff. Oh, or the IRA, the. 
Isn't that? Oh the, yeah, you do the fucking the the the, the Irish terrorist. Uh, yeah, war, yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. Like a, that'd be like a tactical. That would almost be along the lines of a. Uh, that'd be a Tom Clancy game. Too, yeah, though. Tom Clancy the IRA. <laughs> Because the IRA is in a Tom Clancy book, too. So. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> well, the so. guy writes like a book a minute. So, I mean, I guess it makes sense. And they're <laughs> fucking huge. I know. Oh. Oh, one thing that freaking annoys me in all of his books, he keeps calling. Huge? He keeps calling pilots drivers. Oh, you're talking about this like me two off. weeks ago. It shits me off so much. He, oh, yeah. He, he drove the plane. Oh, fuck. I want to strangle you. <laughs> fly. Fly. All right. So the final score for Battlefield 1. Fly. The official nude clan <laughs> ranking, 89 out of 100. Pretty solid. Yeah, it's really high. It yeah. is, yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. And What's uh, its uh, Metacritic score? <sighs> you gotta ask me a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe down. you should be prepared. You used to not be able to put your phone down during the episode, Cameron. I'm surprised you're not looking it up yourself. Well, that's because he's got Caleb to be his bitch now. Yeah, he, Caleb uh, has a computer. Hey, look I it up, bitch. <laughs> All right, so the score 88. for Metascore is 88. So wow. pretty comparable. Nice. So I could once I could we, say we are the new Metacritic. You once know? We, uh, <laughs> our scores are more trustworthy than theirs. Once we throw our review into Metacritic, of course, um, nude clans do get published on the site. <laughs> we will uh, we'll bump that up just a teeny bit. Uh, we have a little bit more clout than those fools at IGN or uh, <laughs> Game Informer. So look forward to that. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we have some nominations for a game. Oh, yes. Our four-player mega game coming yeah. up. Don't and of wait. course. Yeah, we do. We do. The uh, the uh, Once again, guys, the stipulations for this game, it has to be a newer-ish release. So it has to have come out in the last like six months or so. Um, AAA titles is what we're really sticking to. Big shit that'll be a lot of fun. New experiences for us all. So, the nominees are as follows. It was going to be Battlefield 1, but then it just... It was. Wasn't. Yeah. It became further and further into the year. Yeah, and it's... it's and then we out. decided to let you guys vote on this as well. It's been out since October. I mean, that's forever ago, right? We can't have yeah. that. So Two months. Joe's nominee was Civilization 6. Hell yeah. I no, actually... I. I'd have to get a better computer to play that, but I probably would for that game. Yeah. yeah you might have to. I don't know. You, you hear that, might, gentlemen? I don't know how much better looking it will be. Yeah. I will try to run it on my i3. Well, we can we'll look at this. We can look at the specs. You don't have to like yeah, buy it and then, true. then get fucked. Dump $600 on a PC build. Get yeah. fucked. Yeah. Caleb Craig's nominee is Titanfall 2. Mm. Cameron decided to go with Dishonored 2, and I... I'm going to choose The Last Guardian. This so is it's a game. really between Civilization VI and The Last Guardian. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. The Last Guardian is kind of more along the vein of the podcast, I think. Um, well, heard, actually, I've, Titanfall I've that, uh, is. called that podcast vein. Yeah, the old... <laughs> Got to inject the sweet stuff into that podcast. Speaking game. of veins, the Wolverine, Jesus, uh, like yeah. Hugh Jackman's veins are getting bigger <laughs> and bigger and bigger. Every fucking Every time. Movie. Joe is not gay. <laughs> I'm not attracted to the veins. They're getting. They're just. If huge. I was look, if you're going to be gay, would it really be for Hugh Jackman? It's kind of getting a little old. I mean, I think he well, might over you. He's still quite a handsome a sh- man. A sugar daddy for Joe. Sugar yeah. daddy. Mm. Okay. Plus, he was in Les Mis, which Joe loves. So. That's true. Yeah. Well, one yeah. of the. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He was not well, one yeah, of the better Joe, singers. That's <laughs> <laughs> a wonderful performance in uh, Les Mis himself. Yeah some sweet photos online there are yes <laughs> so yeah guys uh, go ahead and go on to the battlefield one episode to vote for the mega game that should be in like a couple months from now i like to give ourselves a pretty beefy headway so we can get this epic 60 dollar game whichever one you guys end up choosing um 
keep an eye out for the assassin's creed rating and we'll keep you guys posted on that should be i think it's coming out next weekend so the weekend after that we'll have uh, official numbers for that contest and fuck i don't know do we have anything else do we have any reviews no no Uh, we don't of course not Review us, you fucks. It's coming, though. The uh, They did. I we mean, we had a few more last though. week. We did have a couple last week. Uh, guys, remember to get those reviews in because we are going to be giving away a copy of our next movie, Mortal Which Kombat. Is, yeah, Mortal Kombat is the best. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> We're going to be mailing that off to one of the random reviewers, and you can get that chance if you, uh, if you fucking review us. But if you don't, then you can't, so... You can go to nudeclan.net, by the way, and see everything. You can support the show via our Amazon link or our PayPal link. I think early next year we'll come up with a Patreon if you yeah. wish to support the show that way. Uh, check out our other podcasts, Ultima Final Fantasy and the Godzilla podcast and Super Sexy Swinging Fan Fiction. And um, you can tweet me at Joseph DeGuglia. Me at Obsidian Ball. Me at Dude Clan Cam. Me at UFF Podcast. Uh, Twitch.tv. Twitch.tv. There you go. Slash Nude Clan Gaming. You can watch us play occasionally. On there. Uh, we haven't been streaming too much. Maybe some uh, some uh, Prime will be on there later. Yeah, I think I'm going to stream Metroid Prime, so yep. you guys can hang out what with me. Facebook.com slash Nude Clan Podcast is Nude Spilled N-E-W-D. And you can just talk with us on there. Yeah. And please join the forums at NudeClan.net, by the way, and uh, ask us questions and all that other shit. I think that's going to be it for this week. All right, well. Enjoy the nude. May the list go on. Live always in the nude. Fuck off. <laughs>